talked a good game, but he was in it for himself. Welcome to Dunstan Chessman, <laughs> the only podcast and best podcast breaking down the 1996-8 film Dunstan Checks In minute by minute and pairing each minute with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkey Town, and we are very honored to have a guest with us today. So wait, which which name do I give at this point? <laughs> you would give your Dunstan name. Okay, so my Dunstan name is Jason Alexander, but yeah. Alexander is with an I. Good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> but uh, I'm actually JPG from the Geeks Away Network. Hi. Right? Yeah. Thank Thanks you for being a, here. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I feel kind of, because two people from the Geeks Away Network have already been on your guys' show, right? Yes. I'm trying to do math. We got Alex, we got Cole. Yep. Yeah, and then me. And okay, cool list. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Well, so Justin Key's on frequent guest of the. Of that's network. a good point. He's yeah. basically. Yeah. Well, on he's both a of our Ben teams. View man, <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> I mean, he's got one foot in each, but he's leaning my way. <laughs> I feel like it was like a fifty-one forty-nine. Does scenario. have a new show? Yeah, fifty-one forty-nine <laughs> debuting on Venue soon. Oh, I know. We just talked about that last night too at our sense. recording. Yeah. I'm so excited for it. Me too. By the time this episode releases, though, it will be hearable. Oh, that's true. If yeah. you're listening to this right now, you can hear Go Go Godzilla, which is the new show. And happy July Fourth. Uh, <laughs> wow, we're in the future right now. <laughs> We're in the future. This episode's going to drop July 4th, apparently. This well, is the third, but yeah. The best. Yeah, same thing. All right. Oh, my God. All right. Just well, thought I'd get that out there. Yeah, well, listen to us while you guys are watching fireworks and everything, right? Yeah, when you yeah. can't hear us. Just, you know, fireworks, if, you're, if you got headphones on, you're yeah, fine. you're fine if you got headphones. When you're watching silent fireworks. Yeah. Definitely. Si- fireworks When you're afar. watching fireworks on the television on mute, as the, you do. There you go. Do people? Do normal people not? What do if that? you want to appreciate fireworks, but you don't want to upset your dog? You watch them on television on mute. This Thank is how you. That's actually really good. I wonder if there's a YouTube compilation of fireworks from movies yeah, that probably. you could watch. Well, yeah, because I mean, like on Netflix, there's the log fire thing, yeah. right? Probably but fun. but I want a compilation yeah. of fireworks from movies. Okay. I want to see oh. the, the the camera pan up from whatever couple just fell in love, and then the fireworks go off. And it could the, also be a baseball team that just uh, played a fun game. Or, or it could also be a group of friends that saved the world. That's true. Or, or just have like a fun night. Oh, yeah. wait, no, you did group of friends that saved the world. Because I was going to say, oh, or you fought aliens right before this. That's yeah. Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. But remember, oh, Power Rangers, Rangers ends that way. Which is one of my favorite films, fun, <laughs> ironically. That's a good film. We had, that's that's the great. film that we I had Justin Kiesel on here to discuss. So fucking crazy. I was. Um, I was actually referring to actual Independence Day. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because they oh, yeah, the fireworks at the end of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wow. That where where did we go? Minute <laughs> minute thirty nine. Shut up for a second, JPG. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the film Dunstan Checks In? Yes. Oh, that's a surprise. <laughs> Most of our guests have not. Had you seen it prior to being asked to be on this show? Yes. Okay. How did you? How do you feel about the film? Uh, I saw it when I was a child. Sure, me too. Uh, so um, there was a little bit of nostalgia mm-hmm. to it as well. Uh, that I nostalgia also, will trick you. Yeah, it's a dangerous yeah, yeah, lie. I, I I watched uh, most of it. Um, I I've actually been trying to do like like the whole minute thing, and I got to watch Alex's minute also. Oh yeah, and and, and um, this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that is the tr- correct reaction to Dunstan checks in. Yes, I, I, I'm trying to to be as diplomatic as possible with this, but uh, but why? <laughs> yeah, the minute by minute, I think also is why did why did we do this? Yes, 
Uh, I think well, I think we've said before on the show that yeah. it was a mistake. <laughs> we're willing to admit this. We're pretty mistake. deep in a bit right now. Yeah, this what is happens a... is we've just really committed to a bit. But I, but as as another podcast professional, yeah. I really appreciate that you have stuck to it. <laughs> right? You. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you, I mean, do you want to hear the real answer? Yes. Which is that? So we did our our show before this was the Super Mario Brothers minute. Of course. Similar format. Huge um, fan. Thank, <laughs> thank you. you. <laughs> um, we love that movie. Yeah. That movie holds up 100%. We never once got sick of it. Even when we were watching the minute like a hundred times like we were at the end, mm-hmm. never got sick of it. New, loved it. New layers were revealed every watch. Exactly. Minor characters became beloved features. Sure. Uh, exactly. Sure guy. Yeah. Love sure guy. Sure bay, as I've started calling him. <laughs> um, in the credits, his, he's Egon. Egon. Yeah. We never find out that that's his name in the film. Yeah. Interesting. And that was a movie that we remembered liking, but did not make a point of rewatching before committing to the podcast. We remembered that we liked it, and we committed to the podcast, and it worked out really well. So we got cocky. (laughs) And we remembered liking Dunstan Checks In, both of us. And then we committed to the podcast, and then we watched it, and we said to ourselves, oh no, what have we done? Okay, wait, wait, wait. But like, when you guys do your Minute My Minute for the Street Fighter movie... Oh um, God, I wish. I will, I will be on the show every minute. <laughs> I can. Would you believe that I've actually never seen the Street Fighter movie? It is. I bet I would love it. It is incredibly terrible, and I love every second of it. I bet I would like it. Um, Zangief would be your absolute favorite character. I'm calling it now. Okay. Like, I will literally buy you the film <laughs> if you have never seen it. I have never seen it. It is uh, terrible, and I love it. I want to watch it. Okay. I've been meaning to for a while. <laughs> uh-huh. So how do you feel about Dunstan Checkson currently? What are your current feelings uh, so about the film? So I... I appreciate what it was set out to try, like for what it tried to do. Sure. Okay. It was. It was cash in on a fad. Yes, <laughs> but also you know like appeal to children as yeah. well, right? Because I think now I think it's harder than ever to have like a like a wholesome children's film. That's sure. And mm-hmm. um, because because now um, children ex- are sinners. Very. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sure. <laughs> but they're very much expecting a message, right? Especially sure. because parents are, are much more invested in the films instead of like, oh, I'm gonna put this on for you, and then yeah. you know, a parent walks out, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate the what they were trying to do with it. Mm-hmm. Now the execution. <laughs> a little shaky. This, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair. It's a very diplomatic I'm just, answer. <laughs> I'm just really worried about like the animal cruelty in this film. Oh, we've talked about that. Yeah. We, we, I'm bad at research, so we haven't decided which one yet, but a, a portion of our Patreon proceeds, which is like, what? Not a lot. No, but it's, but it's going to enough. go to an orangutan sanctuary. Because I appreciate to, this. Because uh, yeah. I'm definitely very uncomfortable with the fact that almost certainly animal cruelty went on making this movie. Oof. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a film centered on animals in the early '90s. Yeah. Like you, you, we just have to assume at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Uh, so this is the 39th minute. Yeah. Uh, and JPG, because you chose to pair this minute with uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when we we're going to talk about the minute. Beat by beat, we're gonna break it all down. Okay. But when we get to the point where you you think it most syncs up, where the, the moment where you went, that's why I'm picking Winter Soldier. Where the tie is the strongest. That's where you say, hold up, let's talk about Winter Soldier. Where the tie gotcha. is as strong as Bucky Barnes' metal arm. That's when you want to. <laughs> the tie is as strong as the friendship between Bucky Barnes <laughs> and Steve Rogers. When the tie is as strong as Captain America's vibranium shield. <laughs> I do have to say my connection is very tenuous. Oh, that's that's fine. That's <laughs> pretty common. We, that's, a, that's commonplace on this show. Uh, but you know, well, I I'll say before I even get to it, I was seeing stuff that I was like, oh, 
There was weird little connections all over this minute. It kind there kind of <laughs> is. When right? you start looking, you see it. Yeah. All right. So here's how the minute starts. Brian's going up. Brian's going up. Yeah. Uh, but he doesn't want to be going up. No. And we see why. And it's because Dunstan's pulling on the rope. Yeah. So Brian has lowered him. Has been lowered. By Kyle. Into what we will see in this minute is firmly a laundry chute. Yeah, which makes no sense. No fucking sense. <laughs> Why a laundry chute would just open up into this weird-ass warehouse room that's in a hotel but somehow. Not even open up, but originate in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, is this like an attic or... God knows, JPG. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm real worried this is in the middle of the building. Like, this is like the yeah. 13th floor, and now all of them are ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, look at this fall that he sustains. Like, that's, even if you it's land in laundry... It's many floors. Yeah, the, the, he should have broken at least both legs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think he lands on his ass. He should have broken his <laughs> oh, tailbone. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Huh. Now, JPG, I will have you know that I have stayed on the 13th floor of a hotel. Am I a ghost? You might be actually, okay. or at least part ghost. Well, we have to define. We have to ask ourselves what what is the what is the, how do we define our identities really? We're all ghosts eventually. Well, and also when you for, look at when you uh, when you sort of divorce yourself from linear time and you look at the universe as one you know flat disk of time, you will be a ghost longer than you are a person. Well, and also is it then not fair to say that we are all ghosts. Most people hearing my voice right now, they don't know what I look like. Sure, they don't even know if I'm real. I'm I just going to tell them anything. ghost. Yeah, yeah, I'm just telling them ghost. Okay. Andrew is a I'm ghost. a ghost. Great. Yeah. I have long since embraced the, the fact that I am a ghost. Have Good. you actually sat on the 13th floor before? Yes. Yeah. What, what, why? <laughs> because it was it was available. I don't know. It was I was check we were checking in early. Okay. And they said, "Oh, we have a room." It was for some reason the 13th floor was a smoking floor. But oh. we didn't give a shit. Oh. And so okay. we were like, "Yeah, we'll check in there. We don't give a mm. Yeah. As we were talking about ghosts, um, Nucky is under all of your stuff <laughs> on your bed right now. And then it started moving, and I'm like, oh, cool, I'm dying today. <laughs> yeah. like, we did bring you here to record your death. Your last yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> awesome. This got real spooky. Great. Um, so, yeah, Dunstan is pulling on the rope on the pulley system, which God the, knows why that's the there. The pulley system that is uh, inexplicably attached to a laundry suit. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, Kyle has asked Brian, his older brother, to go down this 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 uh, vent to try and find Dunstan, who mm-hmm. he is calling a gorilla. Yeah. Okay. Um, but you know, factually inaccurate. Yeah. yeah. And and also, I mean, he ends up finding him this way <laughs> yeah. instead of uh, through the through the shoot. Uh, so then, this is where Brian starts yelling, "What are you doing up there?" And Kyle turns to Dunstan and says, excuse me, but could you stop doing that? In the meekest voice possible. This is where I would like to announce that we are on a record-setting streak of me saying my old catchphrase from the Super Mario Bros. Minute. This was my catchphrase on that show, JPG. And it's something that I haven't historically used much on this show, but I have used in like the last three episodes in a row. This is a good minute. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. I, I enjoyed myself watching this minute. I'm utterly this shocked. This little exchange between Kyle and Dunstan I find very charming. I appreciate that that the child was so polite. Yes, it's nice. Because we don't see that a lot now. All we see is like YouTube videos of like children being terrible. Yeah, running around a pool with a knife. Yeah. <laughs> famous line. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. It's a great line. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, so very politely asked Dunstan to stop, uh, and and uh, this is the the brother still shouting, but then we we hear uh, Kyle say, 
my brother's down there. Mm-hmm. And then this is where Brian says, Kyle, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Point of order. Is okay. this the first curse in the film? Oh. Have we heard a hell or damn before this? Why do you think, think I a... picked this? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I think it might be. Yeah, because I don't think... I'm trying to think who would say it. it Rutledge. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he's said it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think this might be the first swear. Yeah. I, I, I actually, I don't know. I feel like Rutledge might have said what the hell are damn? you doing, Dustin? Oh, he, maybe he said, I thought maybe he said damn. Yeah. Mm. Call him a damn dirty ape. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> um, strong, strong Hessen yeah. references. Uh, so then, then what we hear is when we, when we come back to seeing, because what we're seeing is Brian is getting pulled up and down. He's being just jostled. Yeah. Uh, and we come back and we see Kyle saying at the end of a sentence to Dunstan is something about my allowance. Like, I, I believe he's saying that he's giving his allowance to his brother. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. In exchange for this for this yeah. operation they're pulling. Yeah. So it, it is at this point, though, that Dunstan stops. Yeah. Dunstan does stop. He's a good boy. But when, it's when Kyle says something about the allowance. Yeah. Dunstan, Dunstan understands. <laughs> Dunstan understands he, money. He, he understands human economy. Yeah. Well, he must because Lord Rutledge is splitting 50-50. Well, no, see, here's the thing. I don't think he understands human economy because I, I, I don't believe Rutledge is honestly splitting 50-50. I think he claims to be splitting 50-50, but like, I think he's ripping off Dunstan. Uh, like, in, in my day job, I, I, I work in, like, banking. Like, how, you, how would you open up a checking account for an, an orangutan? I, well, oh, first of all, I don't think Lord Rutledge has a checking account either because he's stealing. Con, man. Yeah. It's all, it's all on Banana Futures. <laughs> Uh, that would feel good (laughs) it felt great (laughs) Uh, so yeah so Dunstan does stop pulling the the cable the rope on the pulley system Uh Uh, and then this is where Dunstan flips upside down Mm mhm yeah. And and it's well, kinda... and I, I do want to address why why I believe Dunstan stopped. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think it's that he understands human money. I think, as we, we've discussed before, I believe Dunstan do have a simultaneously below and greater than human intelligence. I don't think he's capable of of you know thought connecting A to B the way that a human can. But I do think he has this sort of extra intelligence where he can sort of tell whether a person is a good or bad person and he can make complex decisions about how to help and be on the side of that person. Okay, yeah. We see this is how he is able to screw over Lord Rutledge in a lot of ways and I think what here is he's recognizing is that Kyle is a good person and he wants to help Kyle. Yeah. So he flips upside down and this is where Kyle then holds out his hand they to do a Spider-Man to handshake. Shake. Yeah, they do do a Spider-Man handshake. Yeah. Uh, Kyle says hello, and he's, he is holding out his hand very stiffly. I noticed. Yeah. It was like the the, the way he was holding it. The pinky was almost that side was almost up. It was it was just, it was very stiff. I mean, uh, you're shaking hands with with an with an orangutan, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You gotta have a firm grip. Yeah. I, mean, I, like, about, I would be a little bit worried. Yeah. You might well, get your hand crushed. I yeah. think that's what the child actor's worried about. I don't sure. think oh, character yeah. wise. Touche. Because yeah. there was a, there was a previous minute where Dunstan sleeps with uh, with Jason Alexander. It's true. And I believe some of Dunstan's movement there is is a trained movement to not hurt Jason Alexander. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, so they they do shake hands. Yeah. There, there is an agreement forged. It's a nice meeting of the minds between Dunstan and Kyle. This is a great meet cute. Yeah, it, it really is. <laughs> I do. I mean, I do enjoy that because I also enjoy what happens next, mm-hmm. which is that the the camera cuts in such a way where we are the cam. You know, we're split seeing uh, Kyle on the left half, 
Dunstan on the right half, shaking hands. And then right in the background in the middle, Lord Rutledge breaks in and he shouts, Dunstan, stop that. He like immediately knows that Dunstan's doing something he doesn't want him to do. up to no good. Yeah. Because we had previously seen that Lord Rutledge knew that these children were going into this room. Mm -hmm. Lord Rutledge has been looking for Dunstan ever since he saw him go into a vent. Mm -hmm. So it, it appears that he's figured out that these kids are also going after Dunstan. Yeah. And so he just bursts into the room, primed to yell at Dunstan. Uh, and then this is where Kyle drops the rope. Yeah. I had to watch this a couple of times because I thought Dunstan was still holding on to the rope at no, that point. No, Kyle drops it. It's drops Kyle. It. Yeah. Kyle screws up. Because he's shocked he by is the shocked appearance of Lord Rutledge. By Lord Rutledge. Uh, and so this is where uh, Brian starts to fall. And that's where we stop. Okay. okay. <laughs> time to talk about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. So, do I talk about the connection first? Sure. Yeah, okay. we can talk about the connection, uh, and then we'll talk about our overall feelings on the film. So, I uh, so the connection for me was uh, there's a there's a very very famous elevator scene in the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And there's a point where Captain America is like, uh, screw it, and then just cuts the cables to the elevator that he's actually in. Yeah. And mm -hmm. the, and the, and that drop. Uh, that the brother takes and the drop that Captain America takes. That's why I was like, okay, that's how I'm connecting this. You notice wow. the aesthetic similarities in the yes. drop. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You know, I'll I'll give you I give you that because that's great. Because not only does he cut the cable and then once it gets stuck again because of the emergency brake, mm -hmm. he just bashes out and jumps. Yeah, the window. Yeah, has to do a crazy landing. Uh, but then I was also thinking of the fall that he and Bucky take into the into the river at the oh, end. Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of falling in that movie. Love yeah, falling. a lot of yeah. a lot of falling. Because uh, I was also thinking you were going with some kind of this this forged friendship between Kyle and Dunstan and Dunstan obsessively working for the bad guy for Lord Rutledge. Mm -hmm. And then this is where he begins to turn to begin working with Kyle. I would also say that this is like a uh, like another like striking a friendship between Captain America and Falcon. Mm. As well, right? Because sure. this is this is the this is the movie where they get to meet and they get to form a bond as well. Yeah. yeah. So, so I don't like. I actually tried to connect a few of these <laughs> to the Winter Soldier, but I also have to say that the Winter Soldier, out of all of the Marvel films, and you know, we've just recently finished Phase Four. Or okay, I, think I'm sorry. I think they read. I, th I think at one point this was supposed to be Phase Four, but I think they've officially decided this was all still Phase Three. Oh, is I it? I, I thought so. I thought Far From Home was supposed to be the final of whatever yeah, phase we're so on. Yeah, so Far From Home is supposed to be the I, final. I think of phase three. Okay. Are you? They're at, playing fast we'll and check. Maybe this, I could be wrong. Yeah, fast at, and loose. At this point, I literally don't care. <laughs> yeah. I used to care, but then it's just, yeah. it's yeah. movies now. But out of all of the Marvel films, like The Winter Soldier is one of my absolute favorites. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, I, well, it's not fair because I, I've Captain America has always been my favorite comic book character. Sure. Um, but I also... I also tended to skew towards like, like the nerdy leaders of sure. things in comics. Yeah. So like him and Cyclops. Because he's a good boy. Yeah. Because he's a good he's boy. Because nice it's harder to be a good boy than it is to be a bad boy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> uh, so feelings. I Were like you mad this movie a lot, actually. Okay. Real. Uh, Despite the fact that I famously hate Bucky Barnes, and I do hate Bucky Barnes, and I think he's boring and bad, a bad character, but I like uh, this movie nevertheless. Every time. I know it hurts you, and I do it on purpose. I would like to twist the knife. <laughs> it's okay, because that hurt me too, Andrew. Yeah. You know what? Hey! Uh, <laughs> I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> wow. You're here to make podcasts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Bucky is just so boring in every way. He's boring to look at. I don't like him. I don't no. find his story compelling. 
I think Cap deserves better. <laughs> I feel as if we need to use Bucky the way that we use Superman in Justice League comics. Okay. Where he is, he is one of the one of the main characters, uh-huh. but we split screen time evenly, right? So I love I love Superman in ensemble casts. I do not like him in his own book. Interesting. Right. As opposed to Bucky, I think that's. That's the same feeling I would want. Mm. I want I want little smatterings of like 1940s meet cute like uh, like Cap and Bucky sure and all that and because because Captain America the first Avenger is it, like when that came out I lost it I didn't think they were gonna let me have that much fun in that film yeah mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be another Green Lantern like just sure. just and just hurt me yeah you know <laughs> yeah. So I got real lucky on that yeah. yeah. I could. There was real fear in your face just then. Just remember, <laughs> I saw that. I, like you, you do not understand. So, like you know, Cole's one of the. He's one of the founders of the Geeks I Went Network as well. And when Green Lantern came out, I remember coming out of that film and thinking, "Oh God, I have to talk to Cole about this." <laughs> the call, Cole. Yeah, and then like, so it was like the same sort of feeling. Mm. And I knew Cole felt the same thing. Like if I go in this movie and I hate this movie. JBG is just going to stab me. <laughs> like, that's it. You know? Yeah. So, but thankfully we all loved it. And, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, I do have to say, so you mentioned Cole. When Cole uh, uh, was on on our show before, mm-hmm. he had paired his minute with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. True. Which Double we, MCU here. We were talking about it in uh we were talking about it and he was like oh well like i thought you were gonna like be picking like an intellectual movie and all this stuff (laughs) and i'm like the winter soldier is an incredibly intellectual movie okay it has to do with political intrigue uh like what you would sacrifice for your freedom and safety robert redford's and that's like a stamp of an intellectual movie right there yeah yeah i just he could have taken his shirt off For Redford? For Redford. Sure. They, have, they had the scene. got it. Yeah. They had the scene in his house. It. it should have been there. Yeah. He should have been in an open robe. He's kind of tying it up. Yeah, but did Cap even take his shirt off? There were a couple times where he had a he had a muscle shirt and he had, he had a tight a, shirt. Sure. And he had a um he had a tank top. It's weird that I know this. Uh, nope. No, this is important <laughs> this information. Is very, yeah, I'm very weird. interested in getting Cap shirt off. Yeah. Do you okay? By the way, do you remember that scene in Civil War when he tries to stop the the helicopter and he's just shown that bicep? Ooh, yeah. Okay. Look up that just just look up that Google search Captain America bicep, and it is impressive. Like as a as a straight dude, I still appreciate that both on like a like a like a workout level and a kind of a sexy level? Sure. I don't know. Anyway, that's me. I mean, to me, the image that captures how high Captain America is he's is so in uh, Age of Ultron when he's splitting the wood with his bare hands. Oh, oh shit. That's, that's so, pretty good. Is there so anything hard. more erotic than that scene? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Let's just, can we sit in that? Can we just let that stew for a minute? <laughs> Woo. I mean, yeah, I know I'm bisexual. <laughs> you too. You think on that? I I understand. Okay, like l- l- if there was like a scale, yeah, right, like zero, <laughs> like saying is... maybe founded by someone named Albert Kinsey back in the sixties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> theoretically, if there was, if if there there, was a hypothetical if, scale, if there was a scale, if there was a scale, right? <laughs> could you could you take me through the scale? I'm sorry. Is it like ten is straight? I, I think it's zero. Like, zero. I think it's it's zero to six. So one end is is purely there's. Purely homosexual, uh, homosexual leading bisexual, pure bisexual. Uh, there's people who have already. It's, that's as expansive. So what's the zero and what's the six? So I think a zero is completely straight and a six is completely. Okay, gay. I'm like a one. Sure. Yeah, because I understand when dudes are handsome. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Like Andrew, I think you're a handsome dude. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> 
I mean, I also think I also think you're kind of you're, you're kind of dating up right now. Right? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just gonna call you out now. Wow, yeah. Melanie, Melanie is lovely. That's true. She is. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> not gonna deny I'm just, it. I'm just gonna call you out on your own show. Whatever. That's fine. Yeah. Wow, we're at that level of friendship. I'm scared to ask if you think I'm dating. <laughs> I think we can all agree that the three of us in this room are definitely punching above our weight class. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just had my wife on the show. Uh, but then she chose a musical instead you, of an MCU. Uh, you know, I thought because we had all, you know, three people, Geek Say What Network, give us the geeky stuff. And then we, I got, know. we got a musical. So, I was pretty musicals? happy that she chose a musical. As someone who's mostly over MCU at this point, touche. But musicals can be geeky in their own right. But then she chose the TV movie version. So, I don't... Her her connection was tenuous as, at, at most as well. Her, actually, hers is pretty strong. I okay. stand by her pick. I thought it was a great pick. I enjoyed watching it. Oh, no, it. I definitely agree. I will not allow you to slander her. And I'll slander the movie. <laughs> in retrospect, I should have picked something a little bit more intellectual. It's, but no I also didn't you. know that you guys had Cole on the show, uh-huh. which bold move. It's just having bold move on the both of you. But if I would have known that, you had on every episode of a show you host. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. I love On the Edge every Monday night. <laughs> but, I mean, like, because now, like, it's up to me to, like, pick, like, Fight Club or Memento or Schindler's List. Like, no, but that was those, I'm going to say two of those three are dumber than Captain America Winter Soldier. Whoa, wait, what? Fight Club and Memento? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved Memento. I mean, I haven't seen it in a very long time, me but too, I have recently yeah. turned on Christopher Nolan, where I kind of think all of his movies are bad. Inception? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like Inception, but I love, I'm, I afraid, I'm afraid to watch it again. I liked it when it came out, but I'm, I also feel like if I watched it again, I would not like it. I love heist films. Sure. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a guilty pleasure of mine. Yeah. So, like, that one, Baby Driver, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, my God, Baby Driver yeah. changed my life. Yeah. I will say, I don't understand why people pretend Inception is so hard to understand. It's really not. It took me... I, okay, so oh, when it oh, came sorry, out... I'm, okay, I guess no, I'm no, calling you no, out, no, JPG. No, 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 it's all right. It's all right. We need this. <laughs> uh, no, no. It, uh, when it came out in 2008, I had to watch it twice. Mm. Yeah. And I was lucky enough to... I, I didn't watch it in theaters, sure. which I'm kind of bummed out that I didn't because I would love to see that on the big screen. Sure. But um, I watched it twice in my own home. I watched it first by myself, and I watched it the second time with a bunch of friends who had never seen it. Mm. And that second time, that's when it really clicked for me. Yeah. Uh, but also 2008... Uh, JPG uh, is you know was an idiot sure <laughs> and and was a very that was a very different lifestyle for me I'm so. gonna say all three of us in this room sorry to make assumptions Andrew but I'm gonna say all three of us were idiots in 2008 oh I was uh, uh, for reasons of my own I was looking through my what I bought on Amazon all uh, through every year uh-huh. and even like 2014 I was like wow what was I what was I doing in life. <laughs> What was I doing? Can you, if it's not too embarrassing, can you give me one example of a thing you saw? It and was you were like, like, I need this. Certain, like cell phone cases that I was buying where I'm like, what, what is on this? Like, what <laughs> I'm like, God, what did, did no one stop me? Like, what is going on? Was it just like bad taste or like, what do you mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, I was thinking about, I was like, what was my life like in 2011? What was my life like? You know? You think about like like we grow as people. It's we nice do. to think. It's we nice do. to think that I'm here right now, <laughs> and that I don't have to live with that past me. But then I'm going to listen to this ten years from now. Oh yeah, oh, sure. And I'm like, oh, I'm a straight up idiot. Yeah, yeah. stay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 Well, I've just sort of embraced being an idiot in the moment. 
Well, but I hope I, well, I'm hoping I'm the good kind of idiot at least. I, I call it husband brain because I used to be smart and then uh-huh. I got married. Yeah. And then like now, all even like the simplest things, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, it's so weird. Yeah, it's like oh, like uh, it's kind of like pregnancy brain, but worse. Mm. Yeah, wow. I think. I yeah, I, I just share memes about me sipping on that dumb bitch juice, which is <laughs> a classic meme. Fair. Um, so Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter mm-hmm. Soldier. Let's talk about it. Uh, so I remember it was a thing where people at the time, I I knew certain people who were like mad that they that it was like they thought the movie thought it was a secret that the Winter Soldier was Bucky. I remember that. They were like, you can see his face. And I was like, I that doesn't matter to me. Like, the, the emotional journey is what I'm on right here. Yeah. And they're like, you can see his face. And well, like, you're, you're trying so to yeah. have the emotional resonance with the character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when it's revealed to Captain America for the first time that this is his friend of yeah. so many years, right? Yeah. And basically, like, brother, mm-hmm. you know? Like, we're supposed to feel I don't that see through his brothers. eyes. What? Well, because I see them as something else. Oh, okay. <laughs> Are we shipping? Yes. I get that. Well, here's the thing. I, I, my real ship is, 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 uh, Steve and Sam, not Steve and Bucky. I, is this the first time I'm hearing this from you? Maybe. Okay. That to me, I feel like I, I, my voice, here's the thing. Here's the, here's the, here's the headcanon that exists in my ship. Go on. Bucky is Steve's shitty high school boyfriend who he learns to not date boys like that. And then he gets with Sam later. But. If I could amend that. Sure. Um, but also, they stay great friends after. Well, this gets into me not liking Bucky. <laughs> uh, okay. I think they have a lot of disagreements. I've, 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 <laughs> I think uh, uh, even even considering if even if he didn't turn into Winter Soldier, I think he, he and Bucky would have a lot of disagreements. Oh, yeah. Just in general. Sure. I think there was yeah. a little bit of jealousy also. Sure. In, in, the, in the first Avenger, sure. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Like, Bucky grew up his entire life with protecting Steve. And he was the big man, big muscle boy, protects Steve, gets yeah. the girls. And, um, but also, I think there's a, um, like, he felt kind of like held to him right like yeah. and you see you see one of the scenes you see the scene in uh winter soldier where um steve's mom just died the flashback yeah yeah, yeah. And, and then you have this person kind of like cocoon butterfly out of like out of this like with like a bunch of steroids and super soldier serum yeah. and then now you're like okay well like part of my purpose is gone in life yeah i think that's kind of that's kind of a hard thing to struggle with right yeah mm-hmm. yeah can I ask a dumb question? Please, sure. Because I can't. I'm sure it was explained in the film, but I can't remember. How how come Bucky not old? They oh. they freeze him. They freeze him. Just again and again. So yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he had been experimented on in the. They show that a little bit in the first Avenger, and I believe they're implying that some of those experiments lead to how he can survive, and he's stronger, and they can freeze him. Okay. So. But, I and mean, metal arm. The, and in, metal arm. Metal arm keep you alive. Well, because they show, they show. <laughs> How do you think Anna can survive? <laughs> metal arm d- does keep alive, uh, but they they do show. There's like one brief thing where to explain how, like when they do the weird flashback where he falls off the train. Yeah. And then they show they're dragging him. He's missing the arm. They give him the arm, and then there's a part where you see from his perspective, like he's touch. It's like Fallout seven, uh, four, where you're touching the. Fro- you're you're frozen. touching the inside of the fridge. The inside of the fridge. Yeah. And you're touching the wall. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay. <laughs> That's all. You could that, you could have just said they freeze him. I had already accepted that answer. <laughs> I, I wanted to I wanted to bring Fallout Four into this. Crawl out through the Fallout, baby. <laughs> um, it's a good movie. Bucky sucks though. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I love Sam in this. 
Mm-hmm. Sam's great in this. Um, I will say a lot of my Bucky hate comes from Civil War 2, which I think is actively a bad movie, and I think Bucky's storyline... Oh, you didn't like Civil War. Oh, I hated Civil War. I'm so happy I didn't pick that one. <laughs> and I, I think Bucky's storyline in Civil War is one of the worst parts of a movie that I already hate. Wow. <laughs> but wow. the airport fight. That's, that, that was the one scene I liked. If it makes you feel better, I did like that scene. I hated the entire rest of the film. Spider-Man did make me feel real old during that. When oh, he was sure. like, you you ever seen that old movie Star Wars? Yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I now, granted, you. he's talking about the original Star Wars, right? Yes. So that still came out like what, almost like 15 years before I was born. Yeah. But I, and yet I still feel old as someone who loves Star Wars. And yet I yeah. still feel old. Yeah. Like I'm gonna show Winter Soldier to my children, and they're sure. gonna be like, "Oh, this is like one of Dad's dumb old movies." <laughs> <laughs> What a time. I know. <laughs> the, the future's scary. Yeah. Right? <laughs> well, okay. You, that, that brings up a story. I'm so sorry that I'm bringing this up on your show. Um, I had an I had an old person moment uh, sure. like, a, uh, like a few days ago, and I wanted to see if you guys like are starting to go through this now. Okay. Uh, there are certain technologies I just don't understand anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how to use Snapchat. Oh. For a long time, I didn't, but I, I'm sort of hip to it now, I think. Okay, but then now there are I, I did just like... say the words hip to it, though, so <laughs> take that with so, a grain of salt. So point proven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's things like TikTok that, like, I understand conceptually what it is, but I'm also not on it, and I'm not a part of that culture. Yeah. I missed a little bit of Vine culture as sure. well. Uh, and and But now I know in the next few years there's going to be some sort of social media, video, audio-esque sort of thing that I'm yeah. just going to be completely out of. Because right now we're kind of on the edge, right? We, we sort of understand these things as people our age, but yeah. not really. There's going to come a time where there's one that we just completely don't understand. Oh, yeah. There might already be one that we, that don't, we just don't even know about. We don't even know about yet. Whatever like Twitch 2.0 is, that's going to be the one that loses me. Nerve. I'm sorry, what? Nerve. Yeah. <laughs> Did yeah. you see the movie Nerve with Emma Roberts and Dave Franco? Oh, isn't that the one where they like, they get like um uh like dares yes. on social media? It's a great movie. Okay. Is it is it a great movie? Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> That's like here's the thing. <laughs> you need a third person to turn to to get the real answer. Because turning to Andrew in this specific incident was just turning to another me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I feel very trapped here we, right now. We 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 sat through that movie, we got to the end, and we turned to each other and said, There needs to be more like there needs to be we, sequels. We, we watched this movie together in theaters, and at the end of it we're like, there should be a new one of these every year. Yeah. Huh. And a sequel has yet to materialize, and I'm very upset about that. Hollywood, if you're listening, make Nerve 2, you cowards. <laughs> <laughs> Nerve Tokyo I, is what we want. I honestly do. Uh, I, I miss the time when when there was like a movie that could have a sequel every year or every other year. I mean, that's happening. They made, they, they made a 47 meters down sequel. And it came out one year after 47 meters down because right. it's coming out right now. Uh, uh, the, the Purge is another example of this, right? And we love The Purge. But it only, that's um, not every year, but yeah, it's... It's it's good. Uh, yeah. So so the purge. Oh, I'm I'm not very good with uh, scary films. Sure. I'm not good with like horror films. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it just seemed so interesting though. It seemed very politically charged mm-hmm. and like and socioeconomically charged as well. Oh, and the, the purge and, is great. And that yeah. that all culminates into the first purge where they get really explicit about like, like hey, the purge the purge like the first uh, the first purge is the name of the movie. The prequel. It's the fourth is, film. The fourth <laughs> film, but it's called the first purge. Yeah. Um, I walked out of that movie and, like actually scared i was like 
are we going to do The Purge, though? Because <laughs> this movie is way too believable. The thing is, though, is that anytime I think of The Purge, I'm like, no, like I would do tax evasion that day. Or sure. I would do, you know, they're just like... Then someone would shoot you. Like, that's things. the way The Purge works. Oh. That is addressing The Purge. <laughs> there it. are people who try to do that. Um, but like, the first Purge, like, the whole movie is saying, like, no, like, this is the way the state oppresses minorities. Like, this is the way they, they wield power to oppress people in, in you know, lower positions. And this is how it will lead to The Purge. And it's like... Don't they even explicitly... Look, the first Purge has a point. Yeah, they, they like explicitly have a bit where it's like like white nationalists are like yeah, they, leading like they, the charge. They tie it into like the like it's current resurgence of neo Nazis. Like they like they really huh. the first purge goes it's, hard. It's extremely explicit in yeah. a way that I was shocked by, and yeah. I was like, wow, wow, they went there. Do you have like a purge scenario? I know that people have like a zombie apocalypse no, scenario. We, we My purge die. scenario is that I would die. Yeah. What? Yeah. I wouldn't survive. Like, there's no huh. question. Huh. I just. I, I love, I I love hand to hand combat, and then I'm also like, and like this is like this is like a weird tidbit about myself, but I'm also I'm also a firearm owner. And I didn't know that about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, I know people, and then I say that, and then all of our podcast friends stop talking to me. <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> it, yeah, so like because now they think I'm like a gun. I'm like no, no, no. I just like uh, yeah. sometimes people hold conservative views sometimes <laughs> and I apologize <laughs> I I think you know what if a purge happened I think we got two people that we could call who could who could help protect us Who's JPG that? sure and David yeah yeah <laughs> I mean I am learning lightsaber training so and then, yeah. yeah so I'll call oh. you yeah. we'll get all together <laughs> yeah. are you using our people for I am it? using your people for oh, that no way yeah. how are you enjoying it so far I'm loving it so uh, far oh shout out to Lightspeed Saber yeah I've, yeah. I've gone to two of their, their classes so far it's <sighs> amazing awesome. I feel bad because I had to cancel like three in a row just because like weird different things came up we get but it but I'm super stoked to go again it's yeah. super fun oh, me and my, my, my lovely girlfriend Casey are, we go together great exercise yeah it yeah. really is do you have a saber yet no, I want one so bad, but I'm too broke. Ultra sabers. That's what uh, that's what King said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. King is the best. Yeah. Uh, Doctor T is the best. Also, you gotta have Doctor T on the show. One Who's Doctor T? Doctor T is the other founder of it. Uh, she's the um, Trish. Yeah. I didn't know she was called Doctor T. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was say, I'm pretty sure we met her under I've a different name. Trish. <laughs> yeah, Trish. I'm so sorry. We call her Doctor T. On, I, I did not. On, I was not aware that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's actually a doctor. Oh wow! Yeah, she the, kicks uh, ass. She was really good. Chemistry, I think. <laughs> she has a doctor. Her doctorate in chemistry, I, I think. I always get it wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I say this out loud, and like two weeks later, she's gonna listen to this and be like, "No, it's not chemistry." Like, <laughs> I know it's gonna happen. No, she rules. The first time we went, um, it was like they did like a free, um, like for May the Fourth be with you. They did mm-hmm. like a free thing. Technically, they did it for Revenge of the Fifth. Um, but like me and Casey were the only women there, and so she like was like, "I'm just gonna take you aside, and we're gonna spar together." So like made like really went out of her way to make sure we were comfortable. Like she rules. Yeah. Highly recommend the Lightspeed best. Saber uh, yeah. uh, Academy. Oh yeah, slash league. So if much you fun. are in the SoCal area. So much fun, yeah. and honestly, like having a having a lightsaber from Ultra Savers, it's an eighty dollar glorified flashlight. But I love every second of it. The second hit, I put my hand on it, it. Uh-huh. The, se- the second I put my hand on oh, it, I'm it feels like, good. oh, this is it this is really why good. I'm here. <laughs> this is why I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Winter no, Soldier. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. I'm I'm very sorry. No, you're all fine. Uh, just, controversial stance: Gun ownership is fine as long as white people don't own guns. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I appreciate that. Which is mm. why I'm like okay with you having a gun. <laughs> well, okay. So okay, I. 
I talk about this, and I will talk about this in, in terms of the Winter Soldier, by the way. Okay. Um, uh, so in the Winter Soldier, um, I'm really, I'm actually very obsessed with, uh, with kind of just action, action sequences at, at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when I was much younger and much thinner, uh, I actually fought mixed martial arts in the ring. Um, that's actually how I met Alex. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, so I love fight choreography. That's why I'm obsessed with the elevator scene. But I also love um, like tactical uh, gun choreography as yeah. well. Um, and in this film, I couldn't believe how good they were handling things, right? Yeah. Because there are just certain, there are certain handling scenarios where you know that the person doesn't understand what's happening. Great example of this is John Wick. John Wick is, is full on, this is the fanciest tactical strategy that you can possibly find in actual real life. Mm. As opposed to any film that shoots with two guns, like like a gun in each hand, like like style. how yeah, like yeah. how uh, like how Falcon does it. It really bothers me. Hmm. It really bothers me. Huh. Have you ever fired a firearm before, Andrew? No. Okay. Um, you have to. A lot of times, you have to have both hands because of the kick. Yeah. Yes, you do get used to it, but it's also incredibly impractical because you'll be much more accurate with just one gun instead of two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, I'm just. I was very very impressed with their with their choreography and fight. Uh, and fight work. I except, mean, I do. I can for, think of like for Falcom, apparently. Mm, <laughs> no, even then, I love the like when he like uh, when he lets go of the wings and he retracts the wings and all that. Like That's I thought, cool. that was great it looks choreography. cool. Yeah, I I can think of yeah several uh, scenes from the Winter Soldier that are so iconic to me, mm-hmm. just as action scenes, like the scene with the, yeah. the overpass where their their car gets stopped. <sighs> so and great. then just everything that each person is doing in that scene is so well placed and put yeah mm-hmm. each person is, is working a different angle and when uh black widow swings around the overpass and then she sh- sees bucky's shadow mm-hmm. and that's how she's able to like distract him for a moment my god like this the way that they shoot that and that and the tactics of each person is so cool uh, you can oh, sorry. Okay. I just say, you can really see why Mar- after this marvel was like okay russo brothers you are doing the rest Honestly, of the yeah. yeah and yeah. this is the first film that the russo brothers oh, wait, is it the first yes film? yeah because yeah, they the did this one then civil war then the two, and, yeah, yeah, the Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, even Sam in this scenario, without the wingsuit, he, you, you understand conceptually that he is not useless mm-hmm. without his gimmick, yeah. right? And that's what I really appreciated from this as mm. well, right? Because I didn't want it to be, uh, for lack of a better term, I didn't want it to be black guy good at one thing, yeah. You know, like no, he's 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 fully fleshed out, um, uh. I thought wardrobe wise, I was a little bit mad yeah. at them for like um. There's a scene in at the VA when he's when he's handling the uh, um, uh, the PTSD meeting, mm-hmm. and then he's wearing like kind of like dad pants and like a like a uh, like a checkered shirt, and it was a little bit ill fitting. Mm. And gonna, every time that scene comes up, it really bothers me. I'm gonna oh. go out on a limb and say fashion in the Marvel movies has never been super great, with with some well, exceptions. Uh all of Captain America's jackets? Oh, God. Well, here's the thing. Chris Evans is easy to... You just put something tight on him. When Chris Evans <laughs> comes riding on his motorcycle out of, the, out of the S.H.I.E.L.D. offices, and he's wearing that leather jacket, I was like, what the... I this is amazing. Just this, this is, just this, this is visual. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what I will say is, from what I read, um, Anthony Mackie was mad about costume decisions because oh. he wanted the falcon suit to be more like the original comics Ooh, he, i don't know if we want to i do don't know that. if that's i don't know if that was a great choice either but i i think i don't know he was he seemed mad about just in general that his wardrobe wasn't 
cool. Suit wise, yeah. I was completely okay with a suit. Like mm. I, I, I thought See, it was. I, a great... I find all the Marvel suits just so boring. Really? Yeah. I don't. I can't think of a single MCU character that I'm like, yeah, I love their their like superheroing costume. I'm trying to wow. think now. Even and this even is con- this Spider-Man is controversial opinion. I think Cap should have the wings on his head. I think he should have he, the, the oh, silly little wings. Oh, you think they should be pointing out? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I'm like oh, in the first film, it, they're, it, they're just like yeah. on the helmet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can see that. I think he looks more silly with with a, a perfectly smooth head. <laughs> <laughs> I want some texture on my Captain America head. I don't know if that bothered me, but now that might bother me from here on out. <laughs> I like the. Let me say this: I like the Spider-Man suit in Homecoming. I don't like the one in uh, Infinity War, though. Oh, the metal one, yeah. the Iron Spider. Yeah, I'm not really into the metal one. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Okay, I like I, my Spider-Man. I, I, but also, I guess I think it sort of works in Infinity War because I'm not. In, I, I think if I lived in this world, I'd be like, God, Tony Stark sure makes some ugly suits, doesn't he? Like I think, I think that looks like a Tony Stark Spider-Man okay. suit. Well, I mean, spoilers for Endgame and everything, but uh, <laughs> I was really mad at Tony Stark in Iron Man three that he made like forty iron suits and none of them were for his friends yeah. because if I was an insomniac suffering from PTSD and I wanted everybody to be protected and I had all these ideas for suits my thoughts would be like oh which one would you like to wear which one would you like to wear and yeah. like oh oh, they're really good at this in real life so I'm gonna exaggerate that in this suit like I would have built suits for friends especially if you just have unlimited money as a start that's true he is canonically a narcissistic asshole though as well I, I, I did also he does make pepper a suit he does and, yeah. and it's the rescue suit from the yeah. comics and i was yeah. really really excited about that yeah i i did become annoyed within the mcu because see now this happened to me when i saw ant-man mm-hmm. but then i was able to forgive it for whatever reason with just continuing forward the uh, uh, when ant-man came out i was like oh it's is this are the movies going forward just going to be guys in super suits like this is just the whole thing yeah ant-man has a suit that makes him big and small his enemy has a suit that does the same but also has lasers like uh, very, ever since tony stark like built a suit and then it's all, every, suits, it's all, all suits all the way yeah and i'm just kind of like can we just not have suits just for a movie yeah yellow jacket was a pretty boring antagonist though yeah yeah yes. but it was still kind of a heist film so i was like okay i'm okay with this <laughs> right like i will forgive anything if it's a heist film if you say, are stealing something in it yeah. and you are of, and you are of gray moral ambiguity i will always forgive you yeah. despite that I, I do agree that he's sort of a weak villain but i still liked ant-man better than ant-man and the wasp what and the wasp just oh. did not hit wow yeah wow. that is surprising yeah I loved Ghost though. Yeah, because I, I think I think they were. I, now that I'm th- thinking about it, I think Ghost was almost a course correction there because the suit wasn't even what gave her the power. Yeah, I liked it was. I li- I liked Ghost a lot, but I felt like they. I feel like they didn't do enough with her. I feel like it was they, they just didn't have as much of a compelling point to having her there. I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. Um, I also think it's very silly that Michelle Pfeiffer was in the subatomic hell dimension for 30 years, but still was able to have makeup on when we find her. Honestly, though. What? She could still get it. Well, sure. No one's disagreeing <laughs> with that. No one's arguing there. 
but she has been in the subatomic hell dimension for 30 years. And her hair is luxurious. Her hair is perfect. She's wearing makeup. What, does she make it out of atoms? Yeah. I crushed this atom to make mascara. Can I ruin... Because that's what's important to me right now. Can I ruin another film for you? Go for it. Okay. I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. Is it Tangled? No, oh my oh, god. Okay, so in Tangled. I've only seen Tangled recently. Okay, so Tangled, you know how towards the end of the film, um, like, uh, Flynn gets, like, stabbed or whatever, and at sure. the end of it, like, and he just wants to spare a Rapunzel of, like, this life, right? Yeah. So he cuts her hair. Yeah. But when he cuts her hair with this jagged piece of glass, it, it cuts comes perfectly. out perfectly layered. Yeah. yeah. And it always ruined it for me, and then I said it to Alex once, and now she can't watch the film. Oh, god. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Anytime there's dramatic haircutting in a movie, it always comes out completely yeah. like, perfect on the ha- other end. And it's have like, you ever cut your own hair? God, no. I'm God scared to. Oh, no. Oh. I definitely, like, early 20s, I used to cut my, my own hair. My sure. beard, but it's, like, I know it's not great. No. <laughs> okay. As somebody this doesn't who, come out even, and I just deal with it. As somebody who cannot grow a beard, uh-huh. like, your beard is amazing. So. Th- thanks. <laughs> like, I'm very mad about it. Uh, <laughs> but what I, I thought you were going to say was, um, in Aquaman, when Nicole Kidman shows up. She's also kind of She's like... She's at least magic, which Michelle Pfeiffer yeah, does not have going for the, the, the molecule magic. Quantum magic. Because when Michelle Pfeiffer gets out, she she has quantum powers. That's stupid. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree, but that's the life is. Yeah. <laughs> that's how these movies I, I are. I guess. I guess. I suppose. Yeah. Oh, I just made another connection in my head. We were just talking about The Purge, and yeah. then Frank Grillo is in The Purge. Yes. That's true. Yeah. He's in two of them? Yes. Or one of them? I think he's in two Doesn't of them. he I protect the president in one of them? The, she's a senator. She's the yeah. senator who's running. Yeah, she's running. She's president. going to stop The Purge. How'd that turn out? Uh, Do you want me to spoil the end of if that? If you don't one? mind, because the purge I'm, I'm, ter- is the I'm, I'm terrified of... Um, she lives, right? right? Purge election night. Purge election, you're right. Purge anarchy is where we meet him, That's and he right. was going... He was gonna kill someone be- for revenge. Yeah, yeah, because like, didn't like what? Didn't one of his children die or Probably. something like that? Yeah, uh, and then an election night, he's protecting Elizabeth Mitchell, aka Juliet from, from Lost. Lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, because she's running for president and she's gonna cancel the purge. Um, so yeah. do they cancel the purge? Yes, that's why. That's why the next movie was a prequel. Oh, so that, that was oh, good for them. Yeah. Well, they cancel the purge, but then it ends with the note of like the people who love the purge are mad. Yeah, and like rioting. Yeah. And this this happened before the 2016 election, so I think they were trying to point and say, "Hey, yeah." Ugh. And then that happened. I mean, it's a bummer. It's realistic. Like yeah. that. Yeah. And again, that's why I like the purge movies. They're like, no, like the people in these movies who love the purge are shitty white people who want to use it as an excuse to kill poor people. Ugh. Yeah. Too real. Too it real. It is too real. I mean, it gets very real in the first purge, as I said. Uh. So Winter Soldier. <laughs> The first Purge movie isn't really like that. The first Purge is just kind of a <laughs> shitty horror movie. I, I, the, the first Purge movie, not the movie The First Purge. <laughs> I know. They they purposely did that to make it more confusing. Yeah. Because it goes The Purge, Purge Anarchy, Purge Election Night, The First Purge. That's the four That's in a row. we got to watch that Purge TV show, huh? I guess. Was it a TNT original? It was like a, it was one of those. <laughs> Might have been a USA situation. Might have been an AMC? No, it's no, not even that. The USA does a really good job at the very beginning, and then they never know how to end their shows. Interesting. Oh, speaking of Lost, do you want to know who they had considered to play uh, the Frank Grillo character? Who? Oh, Crossbones. Right? Josh Holloway. Those sons of bitches. Why didn't they? <laughs> Wait, is Josh that... Holloway belongs in more movies. Is yeah. that the guy in Colony? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Sawyer on Lost. Oh, didn't everybody hate Sawyer, though? 
Well, he's a bad man. He's, he's a, a shitty person. He's a con season man. One, but he he grows to be a better person. When are you gonna do like your lost minute by minute? No, oh God, don't tempt me. <laughs> I have, thought, like, about, alone. I have yeah. thought about doing a lost podcast that I just record by myself and don't release, just to sort of get the just, lost thoughts just out get of it my out body. Of you. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but Sawyer's whole thing. I mean, I think the thing about Sawyer is that he's like sh- a shitty bad person objectively in the first season, but the actor is so charming that like, well, we kind of have to make him a good guy because people like this guy. Uh. People like this guy and we can't just keep having him say racist shit so let's make him a good guy now <laughs> uh winter soldier the... i'm so mad that josh hollow was almost in this movie and wasn't yeah but he... i like frank grillo though i feel like he should be a bigger i feel like josh holloway should be a bigger uh, okay i'll get i'll give you that see did you watch the frank grillo netflix movie which one driver <laughs> Oh, it was no. some some generic ass name like that. No. It, it, it looked like driver? a yeah. It's like he just drives. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was kind of it, like it's that that sort of a um, Army Hammer uh, Sam Worthington syndrome. Where, See, like, I'm gonna stop you right there. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there, JPG, because Army point. Hammer is fantastic. Okay, I love him too, but Sam Worthington fucking sucks. But um, with uh, um, okay, so the Lone Ranger, uh-huh. right? Well, was, we don't need... Come on. <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping that that would launch him, right? Controversial uh, take. The Lone Ranger is better than people give it credit for. I well, agree with uh, you, except uh, it has the stink on it. Well, it's got the... Well, not only the stink, it's Johnny Depp, who's a horrible person, and also his portrayal and character is wicked racist. Yeah. We, yeah. If we can cut that out... If we can cut that, right? And just then it's a good movie. train chase at the end? Oh, and... Um, also, I like weird, Helena Bonham Carter with her gun leg. I have oh, a I weird thing for Helena Bonham Carter. What does hmm. that mean? Uh, like, I... I Sexual? think she's so beautiful. She is very beautiful. And like, but like every time she's in something, I was like, I'm going to watch that. Of course. Uh, like, I, I have a weird thing for her. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, do you know what did a really good job with like a like uh, having a racist sidekick not be a racist sidekick anymore? What's that? Green Hornet. Green Hornet. Green Hornet yes. is a good movie. I like because that movie. They framed it to where no, that guy's just an idiot, and he's getting noticed because he's white. Yeah, and then and then, but Kato was doing everything. The, the actual, but also, yeah. Kato's kind of petty about it as yeah. well. And, and also, it helps that Kato is not played by a white person. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Sorry. I don't know that. Well, anyway, Army Hammer. Um, he also did the Man from Uncle. Yes. He, great he film. Great film. He is great in it. Yeah. Why has that dude not what, launched? What a I good use of um, Superman. What's his name? Henry Cavill. What a great use of Henry Cavill. Yeah, great. So good. That's a good well, movie. Um, uh, uh, is it Hugh Grant? Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's incredible in that film. Elizabeth Sebecki. Love movie. her. So good. Yes. I'm going to love any woman that's 6'3 and in movies. <laughs> Touche. Yeah. Uh, oh, my gosh. Who? Uh, yeah, but I'm, just, I'm, I'm, I'm really bothered by that, that Army Hammer hasn't launched. Yet. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We keep trying. You know what movie Army Hammer is great on? You're going to do this to me, aren't you? <laughs> What? The Entourage movie. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I saw it in theaters sort of as a prank on myself. I saw, I saw it in theaters at the local uh, budget theater that does smell like pee as a sort of prank on myself. But uh, was this the one that you joked you were going to go up to the to the ticket box and, and jackass style <laughs> order the ticket? What do you mean? <laughs> How do you mean I, jackass style? You had a didn't you have a bit where it was like a movie so bad but you were still gonna see it and you're like you were gonna be like my name's Emily and I'd like one ticket to see the entourage <laughs> movie <laughs> and then the jackass music plays. I think I just tweeted that. <laughs> it it, it stuck in my mind because it's funny. <laughs> that was a good bit. Um, yeah, no, that movie's very bad. But Army Hammer is in one scene and he's really funny. <laughs> he oh, plays himself. Man. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. 
I, ju- I also feel like Sam Worthington should have launched. But oh, I disagree with that. Yeah. I, I think Sam Sam Worthington is a is a bucket of beige paint. More He's like a real zero. Sam Worthlessling. Everything that I hate about Bucky is one hundred times worse than Sam Worthington. There was He's a the, dude. He's like pure concentrated Bucky Barnes. Andrew, can you help me with this? You saw Suicide Squad, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, okay. I also saw Suicide Squad. Uh, do you remember Captain Boomerang? Yeah, yeah Jack Courtney. Jack Courtney. Okay. That dude. Yeah. That's how I feel about that dude. Oh, sure. No, he's terrible. Su- su- funny you bring up Suicide Squad, though, because I, that's his best role. Yeah. It, yeah. Huh. Somehow it is. Ca- he had a beer everywhere he went. I really appreciated that. You've like, seen that spoke it. to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he also is like, at one point, like, oh, I can leave now? I'm going to. And actually leaves the movie. <laughs> that's funny as shit. There's good <laughs> stuff in Suicide Squad. <laughs> Well, no. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I've also gone on record that if you just cut out Jared Leto, then Suicide Squad is a great movie. Oh man, Jared well, Leto cut out Jared Leto and also fix some of the racist shit that's in that movie too. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that feels like. Oh my gosh, work. who is the who is the good guy in this? In what? In in Suicide Squad. Will Smith. No, no, no. Yeah, um, Will Smith um, is. Uh, I consider no, no. him the good guy. He's trying to kill Batman. He and was I think an that's altered noble. carbon. Yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Okay. He's another one of the, the. He was he was new RoboCop. Joel Kinnaman. Oh, Joel Kinnaman. Yeah. See, Joel Kinnaman, Jai Courtney, Sam Worthington, and there's a fourth one. They're just nothing. Jason Clark. Well, I I liked him in the Apes too. Oh, Revenge of the Apes, Apes too sucks. Wait, which one's Jason Clark? <laughs> he was just in Pet Cemetery. Yeah. Uh, he was. Uh, John Connor in Terminator Genesis, which is a great oh, movie. Where where John Connor is like a robot now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, that guy sucks too. Yeah, that guy does suck. <laughs> I do like, I like that him movie. I Apes Two: Revenge of the Apes. All Apes right. Two: Revenge of the Apes sucks. It's a bad movie. Eh? All the new controversial statement alert. Oh wait, he was the dad in that. Yeah. Oh, I liked him in that. Yeah. Because he he actually tried. Yeah. Okay. There's that was the one last time he tried, too. I guess. No, no, I'm like tried in the like his character tried. I didn't mean yeah. him. I'm sure he's a nice person. <laughs> like. <laughs> Who's the other one? There's a there's a Joel that it's not good at acting. Joel Kinnaman. Is that what no, you're saying? No, Joel Edgerton. Oh, yes. He's, he's in there. He's such a nothing. The problem with him, though, is that he also writes and directs now. He got enough clout to do that. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Can Joel Edgerton, he played, uh, Owen, he played Owen Lars in Star Wars Episodes 2 and 3. <laughs> wait, <laughs> is it Joel Edgerton? <laughs> yeah. Uncle Owen. Oh, yeah. No. He was Uncle Owen in the prequels. The only role that I've liked him in because he barely talks. Yeah. Yeah. In the prequel, so of course see, I'm gonna like did it. you see Altered Carbon, by the way? No. Okay. It's, it's pretty racist, but okay. I, but I also enjoyed it. It had some really good, like interesting ideas. The, the shitty thing about movies and TV is that the overwhelming percentage of them have some fucked up racist shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's also the the bad thing about society. Touche. Yeah. Art imitates life. I yeah. get that. Was there anything racist in The Winter Soldier? I feel like there must be something that that it it's in a blind spot for all three of us. Like I I I have a hard time. I feel like racism is. I mean, this I'm laughing because it's a bummer, but it's not a joke. I feel like to a certain extent, it is so pervasive that it's just everywhere. It's just in the yeah. air. Yeah. I'm trying. We're to really. Yeah, that. we're all. I think we're all <laughs> going we real deep in our heads, yeah. but <laughs> I can't really. I'm trying to think. Is there something that Alexander Pierce says to Nick Fury that's like, hey, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, um, I appreciated throughout this entire film that Iron Man was kind of like a punchline for like oh. everything. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, oh, but Iron Man has a show to my daughter's birthday, and like, yeah, <laughs> like I, 
I I appreciate the the nods, right? Mm. Yeah. Because uh, for a while, DC just tried to work so hard with not connecting their universes, and yeah. they're like, "Oh, Marvel's doing it," and the Marvel was, was successful, and now they're like, "Oh, well, well, all of ours have been connected this entire time," and like, yeah. I don't know. I just I very much appreciated those little nods, right? It's crazy how bad it has been for DC, and how bad it continues to be with them being wishy-washy about whether or not they're connected, and which movies are connected, and which movies aren't. As somebody who loves comic books and who started an entire network because they love comic books, <laughs> um, I. I still haven't seen Aquaman, and I'm kind of mad at myself. For you that. need to see Aquaman. That's pretty. Yeah, good. yeah, because I, I liked it, it a lot. Yeah, I heard it was it was like um, it was fun. Mm-hmm. Here's how I describe it: It's Thor, but he's wet and he fucks. And I I know what you're thinking. Thor fucks, not like Aquaman. Not like Aquaman. Not like Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's Jason Momoa, so like I have to support another island kid like being a sure. superhero. Yeah. Like that's that's bananas to me. By the yeah. way, right. Um, like in Endgame, when 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 Sam gets the shield from Cap, mm-hmm. that blew my freaking mind, right? Yeah. yeah but then, like, oh my gosh, like it is, I, it, I was excited about that, but it's also like, oh, the white guy gets to be Captain America in movies, and the black guy gets to be Captain America on a Disney Plus TV show. But it could have been another white guy. That's true. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad thing overall. I'm just saying, yeah, I, I I would watch a movie where Sam Wilson is Captain America. I would I would go to a theater and watch that. And I I wish that was a movie. I, I think it could still happen. I think it I, I think it's definitely going to happen. I don't think it is. I think it's going to be that Disney Plus show. It's going to go for two seasons uh, and then it's going to peter out. I think it's going to go for two seasons, and I think he's going to be making appearances in the films. I'll see. I could I believe in making appearances. I don't think they're going to make a Captain America four starring Sam Wilson, which is what I want. Got it. Wait, how? Can this be a wager now? You want to make a bet? Yeah. Sure. I think it's going to get 12 episodes. Okay. But you're saying two seasons. I'm saying two seasons. So there is a, a we could both be correct. Sure. But let's just let's just that's the wager. Okay, so we're not even involving the movie in this? We can involve the movies. I think a movie's going to happen. I don't think the movie's going to happen. But okay, do you want to put a time limit on my movie happening or yes. what? Cuz I mean the podcast will probably be done before the movie happens. That's true. So I don't think we that can't. Can we can't make the stakes of this related to the podcast. <laughs> but I want to. But how do we do that? Just make it for the Disney Plus show. No, I think I, I'm. I'm only. In, I'm only interested in betting about the movie. I, I think the movie's going to happen. I think it's not going to happen. All right. I would like. I would be pleasantly surprised if it did, but I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. Okay. And what happens if, to the loser and the winner? I don't know. Loser. <laughs> we already had a, a separate bet where it's whoever. Uh, is whoever loses has to record a their, solo, a solo commentary, commentary of Dunstan for Dunstan. Jackson. And then there is... Who lost that one? We, that's not been... It's not been determined yet. What's the wager on that one? It's uh, about the length of the of the new Mario movie. The new animated Mario movie that's going to come out in 2022 or some shit. You've been saying 2020. And I do mean you've been saying I, I got on board with whatever year you told me. <laughs> I kind of want to see this wager come through. It's, I mean, it's going to eventually. Yeah, as long as the movie comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. If the movie ever comes out, I said over two hours. I forget what you said. I said under one ten or under. Yeah. Oh no, I th- I'd be right in the middle. I think it's like a one twenty. Well, that's the thing. If it's right in the you, you middle, you want to get on this bet. <laughs> if it's right in the middle, we both lose and we both have to record it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not definitely going to go on this bet. Please, please don't put that on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So what what are the consequences of this bet? Do you have any ideas, JPG? Uh I'm saying loser. Loser has to oh, I don't know. 
Like, could it be monetary? No. No. No, no it's not going to be monetary. Um, loser has to agree to whatever the next podcast idea is from the winner. Well, we know the next one's going to be the Mario movie. Yeah. The new one. As long as that comes out. Yeah, but I'm talking about the next one. The one after that. <laughs> I'm talking about whatever whatever podcast. That's a uh, big bet. <laughs> yeah, that's too big for me. That's too big for me. That's too rich, I got too rich for the table for that one. That one's not gonna, that's too big for me. No, I can't go for that. All right, whatever. So, we'll figure it out. Well, tune in next week, and we will have an answer to this question. We will decide the stakes of this bet. All right. Uh, all right, so Winter Soldier, great great film. Let's move on. <laughs> Back to the minute. <laughs> Back to the minute. What about this, since okay. he's in the room? Yeah. Loser owes JPG a favor. Undisclosed oh, favor. You never, ever <laughs> want to do that. Oh, I will abuse that. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to set the terms on what a favor. Okay, let's entails. talk. Let's negotiate. Right now? <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. Last time somebody lost a bet for me, it was Cole, uh-huh. and I still owe him one slap in our slap bet. Uh. <laughs> I love that you have a slap bet. Yes. He tried to argue with me oh, that boy. the that the Asian guy from Red Two. Um, wasn't the Asian guy in G.I. Joe? <laughs> it's like Byung-Hung Sin or something like that. I can't remember his name. Yeah. But I was like, dude, you're arguing an Asian actor to me? I'm definitely... Right? So then I, w- um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna... He's like, well, let's bet. And I was like, fine, slap bet. And he's like, fine. And I'm like, okay, well, I can't say five slaps because he's not gonna... Yeah. He's not gonna say, yeah. right? I don't even think he'd say it on three. So I'm like, one, one slap. We looked it up on IMDb. I was right. Hell yeah. So good. Okay, we owe you a favor that it can't involve physical harm. Oh, I'm going to say that. Yeah, no, 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 I think the, the favor monetarily cannot cost us more than $100. I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. I, I might lower that to like 20. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm down. Yeah. 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 That's reasonable. Yeah. Well, Honestly, it's just, it's probably going to be, probably going to be something podcast related. I Great. would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm fine with the terms as we have set them. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Should so, we go back to talking about the three-handed minute? shake? <laughs> three-handed shake. <laughs> okay. I you gotta sit down the microphone. I have to, to sit down there. my microphone. Three, three I need hand. you. I need you two to narrate the shake because my microphone will be done. Right. Okay. I'm reaching so, my right hand to my left and my left hand to my right. And I'm doing. My I'm, left hand is touching JPG and my right uh, hand and is touching Emily. And we're shaking. We're shaking. All right. Okay. So. Uh, all right. I like that. Saddle. <laughs> I, I appreciate that I was in the middle of this bet. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for including me. Of course. Yeah. Uh, thank you for picking Winter Soldier. Let's get back to this stupid minute. Yes. All right. I don't even know where I left off. Uh, it, Brian was falling down the shaft. Oh, Brian's falling down the shaft. Yeah. Let me tell you, this fall scared me. Oh, it's a scary fall. Because as far seeing, as we know, they're on the top floor of this hotel. And seeing the rope come loose out of Kyle's hands, around the thing, and then go down. No, no one can grab the rope now. Also, I was so scared. Kyle is like grabbing at the rope. If this was a more realistic film, he would have severe rope burn on yeah, his hands. Yeah, he would. Oh, yeah. Like somebody should have died in this, in this <laughs> yeah. Somebody should have yes, died. Yes, right. Uh, agreed. Like the orangutan would just rip off this child's arm while yeah. they're shaking, yeah. or like, yeah, somebody should have died. There's well, numerous I, ways in which someone also, should have died. We've also discussed Lord Rutledge probably is killed before. Yeah. <laughs> so it also like I wouldn't put it past him. Did you, did you see that mustache? There. I mean, yeah, it's an evil mustache. I believe the mustache is partially fake. Um, within the context of the film, not yes. even. It, yeah, he believes in universe the mustache is fake. Oh, yeah. okay. 
So oh, yeah, that's a terrible I, mustache. They're in like a secluded area. I could see him shooting or stabbing one of these kids to get his monkey back. Well, not shooting because that's too loud because they're in, in a hotel. In the gritty mm-hmm. reboot of Dustin Checks in, <laughs> like, how, like, who are we casting? Oh, God. Okay. Um,. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we got to get one of the Stranger Things kids to play Kyle. Yeah. I was literally thinking that. Yeah, it like, doesn't matter which one, really. The entire cast. Yeah. The entire cast just, just, As just one switches character. out. Just switches <laughs> yeah. out. Well, could, yeah. could we do some colorblind casting? Yeah, or, or, yeah, or, or, not, or should it be more realistic because it's all just white people doing Are annoying white people things? Are there any ethnic people in this film? Because you gave me a minute. Yes. Uh-oh. Who? Murray. And Nancy. Yeah. Consuelo, I guess. Consuelo. She's gone now. There's no one who's in more than two scenes. Let me put it that way. Or has more than 20 lines total. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, it is It is kind of like on the button that there are a few Hispanic people in here in like non-speaking roles. And yeah. That's kind of it's a little bit racist. We talked about that before, how like all the, the people of color in this movie are in um, like lower positioned roles in the yeah, hotel. Yeah, and I understand that you're trying to like imitate life at that point, but also like there's a reason why, right? It's like yeah. socioeconomic. Anyway, well, I didn't mean well, to make well, us feel When bad. I brought it up, the reason was like, okay, so like, yes, that is realistic, but also we are meant to believe that, uh, therefore, Jason Alexander's character, Robert Grant, is part of the problem mm-hmm. as the person who runs this hotel. Yeah. So okay. like, yeah, you can have your, you can be realistic movie, but know that that makes your main character who's supposed to be lovable a definite racist. <laughs> uh, okay, so Lord Rutledge, Bill Skarsgård, I'm calling it. Uh, I don't know that I can picture Bill Skarsgård off the top of my head. No, I can picture I, Stellan. I can picture Peter. I mean, yeah, he's he's, he's it. it. He's Pennywise. Oh, he's Pennywise. Yeah, I don't care for that Sorry. film. Yeah. Oh, really? You're not really? half wrong. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't I heard, care for that film. And I hope the old one doesn't hold up, but I'm terrified to watch it again. Oh, sure. it's fine. I don't care for that film, and also Bill Hader's in part two. And I'm going to say this on the podcast because I feel like most pe- cis people don't know this. Bill Hader has consistently used his career to uh, mock trans people, so just, like, fuck him. He's in a super transphobic sketch on Saturday Night Live. His Aww. part in Men in Black 3 is super transphobic. Is that the Stefan one? Um, it's no. not a Stefan one. No, no. Okay. it's... A, it's, a, it's I'll, I'll describe it to you. You can Google it if you want. I will tell you, as a trans woman, it makes me genuinely physically ill to watch this sketch. It is that bad. It is essentially a, a, a commercial for hormones, where the whole bit is like, hey, let's mock how disgusting trans women are. It's the most viscerally transmisogynistic thing I've ever seen in my life. Ugh. And Bill Hader's the star of that. We've got Men in Black 3. We've got Documentary Now where 90% of his jokes are, hey, I am I look like a man, but I'm dressed as a woman. So, like, seriously, motherfuck Bill Hader and motherfuck It Chapter 2. I want to say that because I feel like a lot of people are praising Barry right now, and people are getting hyped for It Chapter 2, and I just want to say trans people see that when you're getting hyped for that, because yeah. he's a fucking horrible person. That's fair. More than fair. Yeah. There was right. a, there was another uh, Chappelle. Oh yeah, Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, that's been old news for a while. Yeah. That's in his yeah, act. but then like, but the way that he approached it in the next thing after that, yeah, he approached he his own. Down. Yeah, it was. I'm. I, I, I use this word sparing. Like I use this word not to offend, but like it was interesting how he doubled down. Yeah. Right. Like there there was a. A tone deafness to it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but he also yeah. doubled down by going after not just trans people, but all LGBT people. Yeah, it was, it was a bit much. It's a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so they're falling <laughs> down. 
This has got. This has been the weirdest. Total is this our longest episode yet? Shift. Are we there yet? Uh, maybe we're at an hour fourteen yeah, right that's now. Pretty, that's pretty. That's pretty it. long for us. All right, we're not even done with many yet. Oh, I, what I like about this episode is we've gone all over the place. We've gotten real. We've gotten extra goofy. We've gone. <laughs> we've gone back and forth. I I try to. I was trying to bring my A game because when I think about like uh like the 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 people in podcasting that I very much admire and, and respect it's you two. Oh, oh thank so you. like yeah. yeah and like and just how, how like how you guys handle things very different from one from how I handle things. Yes, that's true. I, and I'm 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 very jealous. <laughs> very jealous of it. I think you guys have such a cool like uh um like uh, late, laid back isn't a good word for it, but like you, you guys are just like a lot less stressed than I am. Yeah, and I, I just want to say I appreciate that. Well, I, say, I think Look, I've experienced the, the same, but for you, like just in the opposite direction I, I was, of like. I was gonna say when you're looking at someone, and you're thinking they're not as stressed as me. But no, sometimes they are. <laughs> <laughs> they're putting on a really, really brave face. And they're We're just, just not as professional. Stressing. <laughs> the real answer. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how hard it is to wear a suit in the middle of San Diego Comic Con heat? Yeah. I hate myself you do for it that. Every year. I'm, every year. I'm gonna step up for you just a little bit. All right. I'm gonna step up for you just a little bit. Really? You, you look out for me at San Diego. You're gonna see some fun stuff. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell oh. you, San Diego is one of the few times I, I bother to shave my legs <laughs> so that I can wear skirts without leggings or anything underneath. Dope. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind if you wore dresses and leggings. I love that look. Oh, I know. I do that too. But I'm saying that it's too hot to do that in San Diego. Yeah, That's why I shave yeah. my legs. Ugh. Yeah. No, I'm like three piece suits. Yeah, I'm not gonna go that far. You're not gonna, myself, gonna see me I hate that. myself every time. But you know, branding. You know what? Looks good too. Thank you. You I look good in a suit. Thank you. I try my hardest. I have, <laughs> I have like forty on rotation. That's a really bad problem. Well, how, c- closet? How closet? Yeah, it's it's a lot. Alex doesn't Alex isn't allowed to use our closet. <laughs> <laughs> the, I'm the worst husband. I'm the worst husband. But if you need a suit before Comic Con, oh, I know, I know, talk, you're my guy. Dude, talk to me. I got you. I'm not gonna wear a suit at Comic Con, but you'll. I but think if you need like a nice blazer, you will appreciate. I got you. You'll appreciate. All right. Um, I do have to say, I think a lot of our energy also right now is that there are. There, there have been many situations where, podcast-wise, it's myself and JPG, or it's JPG and Emily. Right now, all That's three true. of us in the room. All three of us in the same room. I don't it's know a if rare this thing. has happened. It's happened. This... Didn't we do a Mario thing at one point, or did we just talk about that? Oh my gosh, we might have done one Ready Set Geek episode, but that was like back in the day. I might also be thinking of we did the Mario. We did the Mario together, and we did the Mario on Geek Offensive. Oh, you did do the Mario on Geek Offensive, also. Did we? Yeah. Oh, we did. We, we did. defended it. Yeah, yeah. As anyone should on this earth that's true um i appreciate your <laughs> i appreciate your fealty to it of course <laughs> whenever <laughs> anyone is talking shit about the super mario Brothers movie we will be there <laughs> uh, that's how we feel about the street fighter movie no. i'm just gonna do a street fighter minute Honestly, i'm just doing it I'm, yeah have me on please <laughs> Also, like, just come back on the show and pick Street Fighter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What. I honestly, I'm so tempted. Like, get me in, like, the next minute. Real talk? I don't fucking care how these are connected. Pick any moves. <laughs> give a shit. Are you fucking kidding me? I love that you had you to think, lean in for you this. Think, you think I, I want to talk about... so confused right now. You think I want to talk about Dunstan checks in all the time? No. Pick we, a good movie. We had a guest who chose Punisher Warzone, and it was Dunstan did a role. Like that was the no. it was an action yeah. minute. No, and, it was like, and I applaud her. That was a smart and brave choice. 
Punisher Warzone? Yeah, it's a fun movie too. That is that is a deep pull. <laughs> deep, deep pull. Has anybody ever like picked a movie? Oh, sorry, instead of picking a film, has anybody ever, ever picked like a series? Something like a film. No, like a it's got to be a film. It's got to be a film. It, be a film. Okay, it can so, be a TV movie. So but hard it has to be yeah, we allowed okay, TV yeah. movies in uh, once Emily wanted to do a Disney Channel original, and I said that's fine. Which yeah. one? Uh, you Lucky Dog. Ooh, not, not the worst strong. <laughs> it's like strong. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's extremely a Disney Channel original movie. So now, like, I'm gonna have to pick like Xenon or oh, John, yeah, or Johnny do. Tsunami. Can I tell you? I've, I, th- I, I have I have talked with three different people about independently of each other. And all three of them it was their idea. They came to me for this, and all three times it fell through. Doing a podcast about DComs about Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> I have a strong passion for those films. They're great. They really are. Um, I mean, I I love High School Musical. I, you know what? That was after my time, so I haven't seen that one. It's after my time, also. We're but the it was. Same it, age. It, it came it's out in that period that when I, I was being. It. Yeah. it was in that period where I was like trying to be. Yeah, I'm a film stop now. I'm, I'm oh, too cool for that. Yeah. Everybody has that phase. Yeah, I want to go back and watch the High School Musicals because I probably would like them. They're terrible, and I love them. I bet. Yeah. Also, Ashley Tisdale. I love her. Sure. <laughs> She's the epitome of bad early 2000 fashion by the way <laughs> like look up early 2000 I mean even her uh, name sounds like someone who dresses like it's the 2000s <laughs> oh, terrible Ashley Tisdale that's a 2000s name yeah so Brian's falling <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified uh huh uh that's me now I'm describing you, the, the minute I'm the viewer in yeah. the minute yeah uh what we see now is a series of this images. is another reason why I say this is a good minute Okay. These yeah. series of shots are fun. So w- what's happening is we see first we see him fall through, and we see one of the uh, another vent, not a vent like we've seen before. Mm-hmm. So we know that he's passing through vents yeah. where people can hear, yeah. and he's shouting the whole way down. He's screaming. He's scared. He's scared too. The first person we see, Mr. Grant, stepping out of what I believe is their room. Well, yeah, because we see, we, see the, door. we see the dinosaur in the background. Yeah, it's the double kitchen doors that are somehow lead to their room. Yeah, lead to their living space. Uh-huh. Uh, the That's next a gigantic thing, living space, by the way, that they have. I believe ta- we have talked about this endlessly, I, JPG. Their, their living space is is large and it contains multitudes. We do not understand how the space yeah, works. We, it might be it's two like, stories. It, it yeah. might be. It's like the friends' uh, uh, apartments. So those mm-hmm. giant, giant apartments. Here. Yeah, and I was like, you're in New York. There's yeah. a. Um, there was someone online who did uh, uh, blueprints of both the Fraser's apartment and the friends' apartment. Yeah. And well, Fraser is does he live in Seattle? Yes. Or? At least but, Fraser is canonically wealthy. Yeah, but yeah. even even but the layout is nonsensical. Yeah. Like they Well, it, I would say the friends' apartments kind of make sense because it's just one room and then two bedrooms and a bathroom. Except the shape of it doesn't make sense for the shape of a building. Like oh, okay. <laughs> it is like there are rooms that are triangles yeah. when it just doesn't like why would the building stop here? Interesting. Like you know what their hallway looks like and you know both apartments look nothing like each other. When you have an apartment building like that, yeah. typically they all look I dis- the same. I disagree. Uh, the uh, Monica and Rachel's apartment has roughly the same layout as Chandler and Joey's. When you see it's this person's blueprints, it's a big living room, two bedrooms on the far side, and then one bathroom on the close side of the door. But we, then that's the same layout. Yeah, you, and the then they have thing, the kitchen when you walk in, but also the like Monica and and Rachel's kitchen is much larger. Yes. It is much larger than that. Is and true. they have that weird extra window right in the kitchen. Where does that go or come from? That's true. It would have to lead into the bathroom. Yeah, none of it makes any sense. I'm telling you. Oh my god. Yeah, Living's they're the weird window. Yeah. It would, oh, it, it but could that's only like a be... hallway. Like, what does yeah, that go wh- to? Wh- why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Oh man, that's too, that's super. And then eventually, in the, the later season, they reveal that door in the back is like a closet. Yeah. Yeah. What? For like towels or something, right? Well, no, or it's like... for everything that Monica can't fit anywhere else. Yeah, the joke she's... is that she's, she's got a secret messy zone. Uh... Because she can't, yeah, she can't keep everything clean. It's worth noting, Frazier also, his apartment has uh, what is literally an impossible view. There yeah. is no apartment that has that view of the Space Needle. You can oh. see the Space Needle right outside his building. Oh. And I believe, that, I mean, you know what floor he's on. He's on the 19th floor. Like, there's so much that you know about his space, and it I've just doesn't make any sense. I've also talked about how wildly improbable it is that Cafe Nervosa is the most convenient coffee shop to go through for Niles, Frazier, Braz, and Marty. That does not make sense to they me. They say it's, like, right near the studio. Okay, but then why is it? Why is Niles always there? I know. I did, I'm telling you. Is Niles' office also right near the studio? I don't know. Why is Marty always there? He's not going into the studio. Look at that. It becomes their spot. At least Central Perk makes sense. Because it's like Does upstairs, it? right? Or no, like, it's street level. Well, I'm sorry. But uh, I believe it's street level. It's, it's in their same building. Yeah. Yeah. So it that is makes the street sense. level of their building. But not all of them live there. Yeah, Phoebe doesn't live there. Ross does. I mean, Phoebe doesn't I live there all certain, the time. I guess so, that is, yeah, it's true. And at a certain Ross point, Ross moves the across the street. Yeah. And then, but not does, at first. Uncle Ugly Naked Guy lives in that building at first. Yeah. Where does Phoebe live? She lives in a different building. They never quite say. And she can also, live on her own? Also, No, hey. she has a roommate. She has an she annoying has. roommate early on, yeah. and then it gets swapped out for Rachel at some point. Yeah. Oh. And then I think even Monica lived there for like a day. Like, it's just. And then Paul wrote at one point. Because they get married. Oh, um, I mean, there's a lot of other. Re- I mean, Friends is a horribly racist, homophobic, and transphobic show. But if I can add one more, fuck you, since we were specifically talking about it, it's canon that the only thing that makes ugly naked guy ugly is that he's fat. fat yeah, and that's fucked up, Friends. Yeah. Well, because it's also because he was canonically- hot, He was hot naked guy before he got fat. That's canon. Well, but also canonically, even when he's ugly naked guy, don't they see him bone in one episode? I, I mean, I, I think the friends did. are just fat phobic. I bet, I bet he <laughs> well, has sex no, all the time because think, he's hot. Like, I mean, the jokes for their time, that's what was quote unquote landing, yeah. right? I always tell people, like, I, I never watched Friends growing up, uh-huh. but, um, but like, I saw episodes sometimes, mm-hmm. and then I, I keep seeing episodes now, and I'm like, no, no, you guys, this is a terrible show. <laughs> it really is. Like, this is, this is a, an awful show. Yeah. And, like, and when we have to separate the jokes that were landing at the time with the art itself and yeah. all that stuff like when can we start doing that right yeah. like uh, just throw it all in the trash I, think, <laughs> I, I mean yeah I kind of agree throw it all in the trash touche yeah I'm, I'm I'm reaching that especially <laughs> since I mean there was I, I, I've never actually seen this show so I can't verify how accurate this is but Friends is apparently just a knockoff of a show called Living Single which was about a bunch of black people who were friends who were uh, single in New York I, well, I thought, it, I thought it was the knockoff of the British, the British show. show I think it's a little both I, okay. I just I've, I've heard multiple people claim that like I said I haven't looked into it but I mean, that sounds believable to me yeah. as a kid I watched Living Single I really I, I enjoyed it I don't know why as a child I, was, I wanted to watch four black women just like live their lives and, uh, <laughs> well as a kid I watched friends like i don't know why i, I don't Touché. know what's in that for as a kid yeah other than teaching me really really damaging lessons about trans women through chandler's quote-unquote yeah. dad if we can get real again on this show yeah and a lot are... of bad stuff about just gay people in general oh, just sure. low-hanging like a lot yeah. for, the, for the for the period yeah. and all that i mean like i don't know i kind of definitely not to your extent mm-hmm. but there was a time there was a, a gigantic time frame where it was just like oh like well, you can't make fun of black people, so let's make fun of Asians. Yeah, I mean that was that's real, like that. Yeah, and and so I think to a certain set, you still kind of see them. Oh no, no, we're, yeah. we're definitely we we definitely have the poop end of the stick still yeah. a lot of the time. Yeah, and and yeah, 
but we're, I mean, just recently, like literally this year, last year, mm-hmm. we just got Crazy Rich Asians, um, Always Be My Maybe just released. And that I want to watch that. Yeah. So it, bad. Um, everybody keeps telling me that I need to watch it. I think, honestly, I'm going to go home and watch it right now. Wow. Yeah, that's how badly I want to watch it. But I had to watch Winter Soldier first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But Winter Soldier is never a chore for me. You didn't, you didn't even watch. The, you didn't even pick the MCU with Randall Park in it. Oh yeah, Ant Man. Which apparently you don't like. No, I like Ant Man. I don't like Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh, oh he is an Ant Man of the Wasp. Yeah, yeah, he's not in the first. He's Ant-Man. a agent. Agent Wu. Oh yeah, yes. he's the, yeah, he's I do Wu. remember. From yeah. from uh, if they ever did the Atlas thing. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! When I saw, when I knew who he was playing, I lost my goddamn mind. Because that was one of the comics that I full on read. So if they do <laughs> Agents of Atlas, because yeah. they're already doing a Shang Chi movie, which well, I'm already yeah, I keep really excited about that. For. I'm just like, whoa, this is gonna be great. Oh, and then um, so like Iron Fist, right? Iron Fist season one was was hot garbage yeah. when it came out, right? And then season two fixed the hot garbage. Yeah, and then they canceled. And then they canceled it. <laughs> do you know how mad I am about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm so mad. They actually mad. made Danny Rand fun, and he was going to go on an adventure to find like Iron Fist relics. And then there was like another. Oh my god, I was so I was Colleen, so mad. Colleen, and Colleen, Colleen, who obviously deserved all of the things. Justice for Colleen. Yeah. Ju- oh, god, I didn't so see mad. either season of Iron Fist. I'm sorry. Uh, can I spoil it for you? Sure. Um, and for the audience. And for the audience, excuse me. I'm, uh, so spoilers for Iron Fist, but Iron Fist season one's hot garbage. The um, uh, Finn. Oh my gosh, what's his name? Finn, Finn. Balor, the wrestler. No. Finn, um, the character Finn? from Star Wars. No. The actor? Are you talking about the actor? actor. Finn from Adventure Time. What's his name? Finn. You're right. Would Finn it be something. helpful if I did more obvious wrong answers? <laughs> Finn. <laughs> no. no. It would not be. Emily. Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things. <laughs> Finn. Thomas Jones Finn... Jones Jones maybe I don't maybe know. Jones anyway, the guy who played Iron Fist um he he admitted that he only had like three days to train I remember I remember hearing yeah about and that, then yeah. So, so as a as a fight fan I'm like I that's if, bad news if I could step up and beat your ass while you're uh, while yeah. you're out here you, like I'm mad I mean I'm you're mad. telling me he had he had three days and I'm thinking oh yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he had three. From the look of the show, he I had know. about an hour. So it was hot garbage. Um, they followed like um, there was like a bunch of like sibling uh, rivalry things that was happening. Bullshit, bullshit, the, bullshit. Yeah. Like it was uh, yes. like yeah. God. But then, of course, and and the problem with Iron Fist at the very beginning of it is it is a white savior narrative, yeah. right? Here's that's a, a problem if, baked into the comic as well. Yeah, right? yeah, and um, they definitely fixed it. Matt Fraction's run of Iron of the Immortal Iron Fist definitely fixes I it. have that trade paperback sitting around somewhere yeah. I haven't read it I though. highly recommend vol- volume one for that yeah. uh, but can I say a quick pause to please. ask you to turn off my record player which at some point just started going on it's the leftmost button you know I thought just I heard it. that oh no sorry the leftmost of those three yeah I thought I heard that and I thought it was the fan yeah, yeah that was the record too. player I'm sorry oh so ghosts yeah ghosts. Uh, and uh, we've got ghosts wanted to hear a record but there's no record of the player and also <laughs> yeah. the record player doesn't work yeah uh, okay, wait. So okay, so second season. Second right? season. Yeah. Um, Colleen Wing is another um, another uh, character on the show. Okay. Incredible. Uh, she she's of Chinese and Japanese descent in this, and um, she teaches karate and and uh, like katana blades and like all this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Incredible character in this. They figure out a way in order to transfer her the Iron Fist. Like oh. like uh, um, like weapon, right? So now she's the Iron it's, Fist in New uh, the, York. The villain wanted the Iron Fist, so they knew how to do it from him. So then they give it to uh, her because because okay. Danny's like, uh, you 
obviously it should be you. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Finally, in season two, they're like self awareness, self awareness. Yeah. 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 So then she gets Iron Fist power, but um, but because of an accident or something, then then he keeps the Iron Fist power also. Mm-hmm. So they're now drawing from the same power. She stays in New York in order to protect. Her, like her students and her kids and all that. Uh-huh. But he goes on this globetrotting adventure where he finds weapons mm. that other Iron Fists have used. Oh. And it's amazing. And I was like, oh my god, I need to... like. Uh, it ends, it ends with a shot where he uses an Iron Fist gun. Like he just... He yeah. has a gun that has the Iron Fist power and it is the craziest fucking thing I've ever seen. Huh. A crazy way to leave you on a cliffhanger where it's like... Oh, I, yeah, they knew they weren't getting another because they packed it into the last five minutes. Yeah, I was really bummed out. But yeah, anyway. Should we go back to the minute? <laughs> so he's, Brian's falling. This might be a two-part episode, by the way. <laughs> no, based no on this is it. It's an hour 30. We no, can't do that. No, it's all in. Everything that's in the show is in the show. Uh, first, we see Mr. Grant walking out of the apartment. That's how we got on the tangent about Friends and Frasier. Yeah. Uh, the next, the next so thing we see sorry. is a, a okay. bellman... Who we've never seen before. Yeah. Holding a basket of goodies. Oh, wait, can I say, can I go back to Mr. Grant real quick? For the first time, he's wearing a suit that I think actually looks nice in this minute. Okay. In this movie. We've talked extensively about his clothes. His suit he was wearing in the previous scenes was a little too baggy. I see you shaking your head. Maybe it's just because you didn't see what he was wearing before. Ah, yeah. Because I will say, the suit he's wearing here is an improvement. Okay. Uh, I'm, what do you I'm, think of Lord Rutledge's suit, Mr. Mr. Suit Expert? Uh, it actually fits pretty well for... I will um, also say Lord Rutledge has never looked better than in this minute. Wow. I think he's at a much more flattering angle than he typically is. Uh, okay. okay. I think this yeah, is his angle. Uh, Suit-wise, um, it, it follows a lot of... Uh, mo- more modern cuts as opposed to Jason Alexander's it, it very it very much focuses on like the trendy cuts yeah. at that time yeah. right there's a huge difference when it comes to suits about that he also has French cuffs which I, I hate oh. um, I, I don't usually wear them myself mostly because I think it's a little it's a little too much when it comes to your aesthetic when you're wearing suits yeah um, I mean also Lord Rut- Rut- uh, Lord Rutledge excuse me is wearing an ascot Pretty much every time I talk okay. about him. He's wearing an ascot, mm. and that really bothers me. Sure. There's yeah. not a functional use for an ascot. He's not wearing his white pants in the scene, though, if you had seen that. I don't own anything white. <laughs> Previous scene, he's wearing essentially this same like blazer and shirt, but with white pants, JPG. Uh, I don't wear... It looks horrible. I don't like it when anybody wears like like just white in general. Because Well, I, I understand how... Yes, it's stressful. Yeah. Like, and at any moment, a child can come up and just wipe their hand on your shirt. Yeah, <laughs> like You're at right. any moment. That, right. that is a legitimate yeah, fear. It's a legitimate fear for me. Yeah, I'll say I wore I when I recorded the Men in Black episode of Geekio, I did some light uh, cosplay, I which involved a white dress shirt, and even that it was a white dress shirt with black pants, you know, sunglasses. Obviously, I did black lipstick, and then I did like a black jacket overwards because I didn't have a blazer, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and even that, even just the white shirt, I was like, I'm nervous. Something's going to go wrong. Something is going to happen. <laughs> Some, yeah. Something bad's going to happen. I know. I get it. So Brian's falling. <laughs> Mr. Grant. The bellman, who we've never seen before, holding a basket. Yeah. We know that at this hotel, for some of their guests, they will give them a, a basket com- uh, complimentary yeah. to woo them or whatever. Yeah. Uh, then we see Mrs. Della Croce, mm-hmm. uh, who we'd previously seen you know, pretty briefly. This is also very brief. She's brushing her teeth using an electric toothbrush. It's a very 90s electric toothbrush. This, uh, this is not a quip electric toothbrush, let me tell you. Super high tech. <laughs> have you guys used electric toothbrushes? Not since the 90s. Change your life. Yeah, I have a quip right now. This I'm, episode is not sponsored by quip, but... 
It's I'm, a good toothbrush. I'm too poor for toothbrushes that cost more than one dollar. <laughs> I mean, that's toothbrushes are good. Like just as long as you have one. I mean, I have one. Yeah, I, I, have, I, yeah. Yeah. I have a We're toothbrush. We're not judging. About, <laughs> We're not being toothbrush. I just want to get ahead of this rumor. I have a toothbrush. Okay. Well, <laughs> I can show it Emily to you. Emily says she I has can, a toothbrush. I can show it to you right now. Has anyone seen it? We are gonna need to put this on social media because I don't. I will go. I, I in believe fact. It. I, she also seems to be brushing her teeth like in a lobby area, which I find alarming. Real, I, I take it, it closer. Room, okay. Take we'll, a look. We'll it's in a book. Have to wait another minute for it to loop around. Um, go talk about your toothbrush. Not only do that I own this and totally is real. Not only do I own a toothbrush, I keep one at my place. I also keep one at Casey's place, and yes, that is a brag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm um, I'm like big on just like dental stuff in the first place sure. like because I've never had a cavity and I don't want to start now oh I've had multiple cavities and that's why I have a toothbrush now because I, I said never again <laughs> and for me I always have extra toothbrushes just in case somebody stays over because they got too hammered sure yeah and then now they have a toothbrush yeah got a toothbrush here got a toothbrush in Casey's place so there's two things you know about me do I brush a... my teeth and I have sex hmm? do you have a toothbrush in... do you have Wait, a toothbrush you... yeah let's turn the yeah, camera yeah. on you I yeah. said I have a do quip do you have a toothbrush I have a quip uh huh do you have multiple toothbrushes? I have a travel toothbrush. I like travel toothbrushes. It folds. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's like a switchblade. Yeah. That okay, is I'm fun. I'm looking for Mrs. Del Croce. Oh, what the fuck? She is she's in some totally kind of lobby area. She's totally in like area. a lobby area. I think they just that was a pickup shot. For sure. she's also 100%. like in a gown. Yeah, she's also, which is also alarming. You don't brush your teeth when you're in a gown. Yeah. I hadn't quite. Also, I thought it was a gowns? robe. I'm Mrs. Del Croce. Mrs. Del Croce. Oh, I guess it's like the middle of the day. Like She's not going anywhere. Why is she wearing a gown? That's fair. Uh, I believe this is morning. Yeah, because it's even is, worse. Who wears, a, yeah, who wears a morning gown? She had a her room got robbed last night. That's true. So she woke up and put on her gown, and her life has gone upside down. <laughs> she put on a gown, went to brush her teeth in the lobby. Yeah, can uh, can Mrs. Della Croce get it? I mean, I want to take a pause for a second, JPG. <laughs> I don't want to accuse you of anything, but I've noticed a trend. <laughs> Yeah. You, you've made a point of going out of your way to establish whether or not several women can quote get it. <laughs> just, I think we're in the spirit. I mean, I also, I also will admit, um, Captain America can get it. Oh, Captain America can for sure get it. Okay. Is this because I talked about eating pussy with coal? So you're jealous? Yeah, so now I'm a little bit jealous. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I also think. I mean, I, I don't know how this is possible. Uh-huh. Maybe JPG is hornier than us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Well, okay, let's go on record. I think I'm definitely hornier than you, and I don't. I'm not proud of that. Yeah, but I think it's true. Yeah, and you, I think you might be right. I, I'm sorry to put you on the spot like no, this. No, 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 no. It's okay. David, you I, shake. I, I, I do have an is, answer for this. I, is, uh, yeah, I have an answer for this. Okay. Um. Uh, okay. So. I, I, uh, on my one scale, I'm right? getting very uh, went. I'm not owned. I'm not owned vibes <laughs> right now. No. So, so I, I do have an answer for this. Um. Uh, apparently, um, uh, my friends and loved ones uh, have 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 mentioned on multiple occasions. Discuss how horny you are. No, no, no. That I just find like all women attractive. Sure. I don't have a type. It's just like if I can get it in. Oh like, my right? god. Like. And JPG. And I understand. I you know, can't I've, believe I've, I can't believe the Cole episode was not our filthiest episode. <laughs> but but here's the thing. Um, I've been with my wife for ten and a half years. Yeah. Right. Um, but even before that, like that doesn't make you not horny. You can be no, horny. No, 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 no. Uh, like, it doesn't make you not horny. But for even other people. before that, I understand that there were things that I did in order to hook up with women that I'm not proud of. Sure. Right? This actually just came up on like a like a love and relationships oh, we podcast. We're about to get real again. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I just find 
all women attractive? This and is, some men, but like not like yeah. One, yeah. This is cause this is very reminiscent of I, I recall a time when we were at a party together and we were I, I know I was certainly very drunk <laughs> and this is this is when I was single and dating and miserable and we we, we got this is reminding me of that real talk we had there. oh yeah we did have a real talk <laughs> I apologize for that that happens no, I'm, a lot I'm, when I'm I real needed hammered. that I needed that real talk yeah and look what's happened since then I've got a wonderful girlfriend who I love we're killing it yeah all three people in this room is killing it right hell now. yeah mm-hmm. um. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going. Yeah, I don't know if we want to chase this real talk time. I know you have talked about before how um, you are very aware of the fact that a lot of people think you are gay. Yeah, and and I understand that. You know, yeah. a lot of it comes from uh, my my manner of speech. I understand that it comes from how I dress as you're, well. You're also, I feel like uh, for a lot of people, having strong opinions about aesthetics reads as gay. Yeah, which is yeah. I, really a damning statement on straight men, Andrew. Before <laughs> metrosexual I'm to was dress a th- nice now, <laughs> not right now. Yeah. But before metrosexual was a thing, I was definitely metrosexual. Yeah, right. Now it's just you can just be a regular dude and you don't yeah. have to have a label with that yeah. now, which I really appreciate. Yeah. And I wish this would have happened 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, but well, whatever. Yeah, and I do notice that you are dressing nicer. Thank you for that. I try. <laughs> no, you don't try. You're doing. Thank you. Yeah, you're killing. I'm literally wearing sweatpants right now. But this is your home. That's I'm true. Wearing your it home. is my home. <laughs> this is the laziest you'll ever see me. Like, like you uh, still look good. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you. This is this is the absolute laziest. Nancy. Nancy. We see Nancy. We see Nancy, uh, who is some kind of secretary, other worker at the hotel. Just some for kind context. of. She works the front desk. Yeah. Um, so customer service, front yeah. facing, that yeah. makes sense. She uh, could be a concierge for all we know. Yeah. Then we see a surly chef. <laughs> we talked. We talked to Justin in the last episode we recorded yeah. about how we wanted to see a surly chef. So asking you shall receive the movie gifts. <laughs> and this is not even the same chef that we saw in the scene where Jason Alexander offered a knife to his child to stab him in the back. Yeah. The, the chef that had a that had a moral crisis and refused to let his boss uh, abuse his child. Yeah. So, but this I wish this surly chef was a bigger part of this film. Yeah, I agree with that. We we could definitely use more. Of I the think chef. he he might show up in in the end when they get to the crystal ball. But other yeah. than that, I think that's all we're gonna see. Is the him guy in. after him the one of the maintenance guys? And he's smoking a cigar. Yes, that is my next one. Well, that, this is a classic archetype that I frankly love in film, which is. Fat maintenance worker with a mustache and a cigar. And I use fat here as a neutral term. Well, I, I, you know, I, I think we should be embracing fat as a, as a, a, a no, you're using non- it as an adjective at yeah. this point. Yeah. I mean, you're not using it as, There's as a derogative. There's no judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, that is, that is the archetype. It's, it's a, a fat guy, mustache, cigar, usually in coveralls, some kind of maintenance worker. And he's, I think the common element of all these characters in this archetype is that he's a working class hero. Yeah. And that's, we, that's why I like to see him show up We had seen this man before. Have this, we? this man fixed the fountain. Oh, that's right. Yeah. There was and and he was a part of the uh uh Dubrow alert. Oh sure. Most of these people that we saw actually were somehow part of the Dubrow alert, except for the ones that we hadn't seen, like the Bellman and uh the Surly Chef were not sure. part of the Dubrow alert. Right. But all, most of the rest were part of the Dubrow alert. And what I like what I like what I think part of what makes him a working class hero is he doesn't care if this is a fancy hotel. He doesn't care about Mr. Grant's rules and these rich people. He's going to smoke his stogie. Well, the thing is, I, I, what I also enjoy is I don't even think he's actually smoking it. Yeah, it does. That, I mean, that was a thing, too, in the 90s. Did people ever do it. that, or was that just in movies where they would just have be chomping on an unlit cigar? I think it had to do with, like, certain rules. <laughs> like, it, I thought you couldn't show smoking in certain 
I think that's like, a recent thing, though. I don't think that that's was true. That's extremely recent, yeah. I Smoking in it films, was... it, it's... Because uh... I, well, I, was, I was watching uh, Men in Black recently um, for DKO. I keep bringing this up. But in the first one, there's a moment where um, Kay, Tommy Lee Jones, discovers that the alien is here and has slimed someone because he goes to light a cigarette and the, the, and the goo thing, yeah. come, and, come and put it out. But that, I mean, that, I mean... Through the '90s, at least you could just have casual smoking in your movie. Interesting. Which I kind of, I really, I don't know. I'm not gonna. I, listen, hey kids, don't smoke. It's not good for you. I yeah, I smoked for four years. Oh, it was, wow. Yeah, quitting was a, one of the best choices of my life. But at the same time, people smoke. It's like yeah. like it, it the like the way we have it now. It does like I feel like there is a layer of unrealism in movies today where you because you just can't show smoking whatsoever. Well, and, I I feel that way with cursing though. I agree with that too. You I, should, like I, think, some, there, I think you should be able to curse in kids' movies as much as you could in the '90s. Well, as, I think just uh, in general, it's it's a lot of of unbelievability when something happens, like a, a kid kicks an adult in the nuts, and the adult doesn't just shout "fuck." <laughs> like that's in a lot of these '90s kids' movies that happens, and I'm just like, I'd be shouting "fuck." Yeah. Like you just kicked me in the nuts, <laughs> like or or if you just like you know tripped me and I fell on my face, I'd be like shit. I also I don't think swearing is bad necessarily. No, which I guess is not something that all parents are on board with. Yeah, I mean like I, I whenever I do podcasts, I try my absolute best not to swear. That's true. There I've is actually, no swearing rule on your podcast. Yeah. So so on Ready Set Geek, there is a no swearing rule, and that's because we actually have parents <laughs> reach out to us and like, hey, we listen to you guys uh, like um in the mornings on the way to school, and yeah. I was hoping that you guys wouldn't do that, and we're like, okay, whatever, right? Yeah. Like, and that was that was multiple parents that actually reached out to mm-hmm. us for that. And um, and I appreciate the thought behind it, but I also appreciate the idea that you know, let's say you're you worked at your job for twenty years, they cut you, you you don't get pension anymore, you're all like your wife leaves you, all this stuff, right? You sit on the couch and you don't say oh fiddlesticks, right? Yeah, it's an it's an old Lewis Black joke. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so there is a there's there's a reason to curse, and I but I do agree with you there, right? Like oh no, like that would be an appropriate cursing moment. Yeah. Sorry, audio cut out for a second and I got scared, but it was just my headphones, not the actual recording. Great. (laughs) Um, And it just happened. We wouldn't have missed more than 10 seconds anyway. I want to assure you I'm a professional. Uh, uh, I think all of us have proved that none of us are professionals <laughs> this now, entire I, podcast. I saw, I saw a viral image the other day. Oh, boy. This was I thought it, I thought it was very novel. I thought it was a good idea, actually. It was, it was uh, some teacher in their classroom had established that the rules of the classroom was swearing is okay, but derogatory language is not okay. So, like, you, I can, love that. you can say fuck, but you can't say you're stupid. Like, something like that. That's fair. Question, uh, no, I love I, that. I, I yeah. really liked I, I, I think I think we should be teaching that more as the standard, but also I have no children, and I never will, because I'm a godless heathen. <laughs> <laughs> I got dark. Bear. Bear. I love kids. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, Brian lands in the laundry. The laundry room. Yeah. So this is definitively some form of laundry shoot. Yes. That for some reason begins in this empty space of nothing with a hook. Yeah, we had looked up on a previous episode what the hell is the shoot that just opens into a room and, and, and leads into nowhere. And Wikipedia said laundry shoot, and we do see now that it's a laundry shoot, but I, I'm not buying it still. Yeah, I don't fully understand it, but... Also, Dunstan seems to have accessed it by going through what is clearly like an air ventilation shaft, so those are, I guess, connected somehow for some reason. Maybe they're connected in this room. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you wanted to do that, though, because it's I dirty laundry, You right? certainly don't want to and do that. Hotels are disgusting. Yeah. That's true. Casey used to work at a hotel, and anytime we stay at a hotel, she's like, 
we can't sit in the bed until I check for bed bugs because I know that most hotel bed people bugs. don't do it. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, I got Okay, I used to uh, like a long time ago. I worked for a pest control company, hey. and bed bugs are like the f- like that freaks me out now. Yeah. yeah, bed bugs freak me out. Yeah. Uh, Brian says I'm gonna kill him, referring yeah. to Kyle, yep. who has dropped him down the chute, uh-huh. which was a terrifying experience for him and for me, the viewer. <laughs> uh, so then this is where. Lord Rutledge, he, he he tries to ruin this minute for you, Emily. He does. Because he, he shows up and he says, Daddy's very angry, Dunstan. I'll tell you, though, he's never looked better. He also looks genuinely sinister here. Yeah. I would say this is this is an effective, a rare effective use of Lord Rutledge. Wow. Even though he's saying Daddy. Yeah, even though he's saying he's Daddy. He's referring to himself as Daddy. Yeah. And, and I, I granted, I don't care for that. But also in this scene, I'm like, it's kind of good that I don't care for that. I think it's. I think before it was just uncomfortable. It was completely uncomfortable and bad. But now it's uncomfortable in the way where I say this is effective villain work. All right, all right. Uh, and then uh, Dunstan in the very last frames of the minute uh, to to fend off Lord Rutledge climbing the stairs to him yeah. begins throwing spools of wire yeah. at him, uh, much like Donkey Kong threw barrels down the the steps of the construction if site. There's one thing we know: it's that apes. Love throwing cylindrical objects to stop advancing men, like like the uh, um like ascending men. Actually, yes. Now that we <laughs> yes. think about it, right? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> With mustaches. This is yes. yes. <laughs> this is canon. This is this. We know that all apes have this instinct. Is this? Yeah. A, are we being ape racist right now? I don't. Ooh, I mean, no. Homo sapiens are technically part of the great ape family. Oh, okay. So we can't. I mean, we, we are be apes. ape racist because yeah. you can. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, if getting... I was at the top of the stairs and a man was climbing up to me and I and was I scared, saw, I, had I would start throwing something. At, at hand? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd do it too. Fair. I just noticed, that, you know, we've been playing this minute over and over during this recording. <laughs> yeah. Does it get faster? <laughs> <laughs> oh, JPG, welcome to our world. I wish. <laughs> welcome to our dungeon. <laughs> um, so. Welcome to our cave. <laughs> just to, just to, I mean. You're aware that we did the Super Mario Brothers minute. Yes. There was, uh, we, we reached a point in the film where I, we would do challenge minutes, mm-hmm. and I would edit the minute in an interesting way. You would sort of, you know, chomp it up, do some, do some fun Sometimes with it. it was sped up, sometimes it was slowed down, one time it was backwards, another time, so because we watched the minute ten times, wait, how did we do this? The last ten watches were always We watched the minute together ten times. We, what we we had to watch the minute the number of times that it was. Yeah. Okay. But for the last ten watches, we had to make sure to do that together as well. The so other watches we could just do on our own. I took the same minute, ten times, but I got the first ten seconds were all together. The next ten, it was or, or every second. I'm the sorry. The first one second. Yeah. So the, the first, first one second ten times. The, the second, second second ten, ten times. times. The third second ten times. And that was maybe my favorite. That was my one of my favorite things I've ever seen in my life. Mm. <laughs> But you, you described it, Emily, as a descent into hell, but in a good way. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Yeah. <laughs> so is this getting faster or no. not? But the point is, it will play tricks on your brain. Time time will get, time will not make sense at a certain point of, of watching a repeated minute. Gotcha. Given that we've been recording for nearly two hours, that's accurate. you've seen this nearly 120 times. Uh, either out of the corner of your eye, yeah. staring directly at it, us referring to it. It's been here with us. You know what I wish I had right now? Huh. A, a caffeine-free diet, Dr. Pepper. Oh, that's interesting. Because I would like to enjoy the taste of Dr. Pepper right now, but I'm going to sleep in like an hour. Oh. Are you very sensitive to caffeine? Yes. Oh. 
I just love soda in general. Me too. So. Love it so much. I know. So we reached the end of the minute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, let's w- let's say now mm-hmm. for minute forty. Oh yes. Our guest has chosen the feature film Mouse, Mouse Hunt. Hunt. What? Yeah. Nice. Is yeah. this the first appearance of Nathan Lane on our show? Yes. It seems like he would have shown up earlier. We've talked right? about him a lot. That's I was true. That's what I'm actually saying. really surprised that uh, Alex didn't pick something like the birdcage. Or producers. Yeah, or producers. We should mention yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah. I'm excited. I uh, loved that movie as a kid, and I haven't seen it since I was probably like eight. I remember being scared of parts of that movie, but that's just me. My main memory is my mother trolling me by calling it Mouse House because she (laughs) knew it pissed me off because I was like, that's not what it's called, Mom. It's Mouse Hunt. Great. Uh, So, JPG, where can we find you online? What what do you do? Oh, man. All right. So, I'm JPG. I am the owner of the Geek Say What Network. We are a network of podcasts that focus on introduction, entertainment, and inclusivity. Uh, I usually personally speak on Ready, Set, Geek, which is your starting line to geek culture. Uh, We try to break down uh, different concepts in geek culture so you can get into it. And then I'm also uh, one of the voices on one of our newest shows called Nerds on a Roll. Uh, and Nerds on a Roll, it's an actual play podcast. We're actually playing through Dungeon World right now. And I play the wokest barbarian. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So, check out uh, those two shows and all of the shows on the Geek Say What Network. And if you want to follow us on social media, um, it's at Geek Say What. And then you can find all of our shows through there because we always repost from our, from, our, uh, from our show Instagrams as well. Mm. Uh, I also do some other podcasts such as Nothing New, a remake podcast. Uh, I host uh, I host that with Justin Kizan. I've never said that sentence like that before. Are you okay? Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to do that thing where I reach in my brain and I and I figure out what the next um, episode would be because I wanted to say you, if you listen to nothing new right now, you would hear our episode about uh, you know, a certain X Men film featuring someone in the room right now. <laughs> if you believe it or not, I think. I wait. think that's how time works. Uh, wait. It, anyway, wait, 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 it's that wait. far in the future. Don't worry about wait, it. Is I think I may have gotten that wrong. It's fine. Yeah, uh, ben, uh, com slash nothing new. Wait a minute. I get the Aladdin episode and he gets to talk about X-Men 3? <laughs> Don't worry about <laughs> that it. That hardly seems fair. You know my interests. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I do another podcast called It's On My List. It's on my list. Pod.com. Every month, guys, me guess, and five people get together and talk list. about movies that people say you should see. And we actually do watch them. Typically with people who haven't seen them, and we figure out if they're worth seeing, if they hold up. Uh, check that. I have no idea what our next episode's going to be on that one, so good luck to me, because uh, I edit that thing. Uh, and then I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Very Cool Emily. Um, also Twitch, but I don't really stream there super regularly anymore. Uh, you follow me there. I also host another show with Justin Kizan. It's called Go Go Godzilla. It is where we um, we go deep on on we're going through every Godzilla movie and going deep and uh, basically answering the question why was this the specific Godzilla movie that got made at this time? Um, that's I, that episode that hasn't come out yet, but when you're listening to this, it has. That's fun. <laughs> uh, time. Um, time time wibbly wobbly. It's a it's a harsh beast. <laughs> Um, you can find our show on Twitter at Majestic Hotel and Y on Instagram uh, Dunstan Checks Men uh, YouTube YouTube so just search for Dunstan Checks Men every 
I make YouTube a YouTube video that takes the trailer for the film that is paired with the minute, and I mash up and put little bits of the minute into the trailer. It's very, it's very interesting. Oh God, you are. It's a, <laughs> that is incredible. It's by the way. you just, should go check some of those out. Um, you just decided to do that. Wow. God yeah. bless you, Andrew. <laughs> I wanted to break into YouTube, and that's how I did it. <laughs> um, I still can't believe our our Paul Blart one is the most watched, like consistently. That makes sense to me. I that was I did the least work on that. Are one. we not supposed to like that movie? Yes, it's bad. James. It's very bad. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought there were cute parts. I'll agree that there's cute parts. Okay. Yeah. That makes me feel better. Thank you, Emily. <laughs> uh, what else? Go to patreon.com slash whatever. No, so uh, <laughs> Slash whatever. <laughs> patreon.com. <laughs> I want to know what Patreon that supports now. God. <laughs> Yeah, I just give them some money. They're probably good people. Who knows? God knows. What if they're bad? Yeah, <laughs> they're probably I bad. Know, right? uh, re- review and rate us on rate Apple. Rate and review Podcasts. us on Apple iTunes. Here's what you do. Yeah. You give us five stars. Yeah. And then in the text of the review, don't talk about the show. Who needs that? Instead, in the text of the review, I want you to, to describe. What you would add to the human body to improve it. Oh, easy. How would you improve what? the human body? Maybe you want another arm. Maybe you want another mouth. Maybe you want another arm. A third arm. arm. Third arm does seem like the obvious answer, but we, what I'm asking for in the text of this review, five stars, and then just describe what you would add to the body and why. Okay. Okay. I was thinking a third lung. Oh, for God's sake. What are you, just... you going to be a big sw- swimmer? No, just big like... Swimmer? Big swimmer boy over here? <laughs> Wow. Andrew's, some swimming. Andrew's very hostile. Yeah, that was super hostile. <laughs> Third, where are you going to even put it? <laughs> that the is arm, a, that it's is on a, the outside. You put that good, anywhere. That is a good point, JPG. Is, where are you going to put it? Point. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you guys so much. <laughs> Look, I, I will, oh, if it's feasible, I would say remove the anus. <laughs> sure. Get pooping out of the equation. I've said, I've gone on record multiple times before that science should be working harder to stop pooping. What? No, why? <laughs> that takes, like, toxins out of your body and stuff. Well, that's what I'm saying is we need a scientific solution that gets the toxins out without us having to poop. But but what's so inefficient about pooping? If you've had a third lung, it's not like you could breathe it up. Have you ever smelled <laughs> that stuff, JPG? You ever you ever see what that smells no, like? No, so I'm Filipino, so like we, so like I'm we're like very, trained. To be, I am very curious to see <laughs> what I'm about to learn going? about the Filipino people we're, today. We're basically trained to be nurses, so like poop and vomit and like all this stuff that like, doesn't bother us. Well, sure, oh. I would say I'm more so than most people not bothered by that. I worked at a dog daycare for two years. I've seen my fair share of shit, but at the same time, I don't like to think that that comes out of me. I don't want to think of myself that way. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a personal <laughs> moment. I catch up on articles. That I've saved throughout the day. Well, and imagine like, if you could just sit down and do that without bad things coming out of your body. <laughs> I would save some time. Right? Be yeah. Like a solid 10 minutes, 20 minutes I'm saving in the day. I'm telling you, science needs to get to work. And pooping now. It's <laughs> good I can get behind this. Uh, uh, thank you so much, JPG, for joining us. God, I'm so sorry <laughs> this about is this This is our episode. weirdest episode I'm yet, for sure. I'm so sorry. I genuinely think we should split into two parts, because I think two hours... I, th- I think this is all gold. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I think two hours is just too big of an ask. I don't. And until next week, we're checking out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we covered a Marvel movie. 
We just do two parts. Call the first part. Minute 30. What is it? 37? 38? 39? 39. Minute 39. Captain America Civil War colon Infinity War. And then call part two. Minute 39. Captain America Civil War colon Endgame. We'll see. We're checking out. I forgot I'm doing that now. Hello, this is Brendan Creasy, and I'm the host of Radio Brendo Man, a podcast on the Benvy Network. I'll be interviewing a new guest each episode on the show. We'll be talking about creating things, all things geek culture, movies, TV, and all kinds of other stuff. If that sounds cool, check out Radio Brendo Man at radiobrendo.com, benvynetwork.com, or in your podcast app. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.